BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of Much To Do About Nothing. I am your host, Jawan, and joined with me, as always, is Joel. What's up, Joel? What's up, Jawan? <laughs> I am actually watching the uh, Olympic exhibition game between U.S. and Australia for basketball. And this – I miss Krzyzewski. <laughs> like, like, I really do. And the only reason I say that is – I don't know what Pop's game plan is. And you know what what light bulb went off in my head, Joel? Because I'm like, this team is really not playing any defense. It's like pass to Durant. It's all shooting. It's no plays. And then you know what happened right at halftime? What? I saw Mike fucking Dan Tony <laughs> on the bench yeah. with Popovich. And I said, damn it. That's what it is. That's what mm-hmm. it is. That's exactly what it is. like i knew that looked familiar (laughs) i I knew the scheme looked familiar so right now they're up 46 37 uh and and it's the start of the third quarter but when i say david lillard right now has uh he's leading everybody with 16 points uh bradley beal has eight keldon johnson has seven i don't even know why durant exists if i'm being completely honest i don't even (laughs) know why he came out here um but it's just frustrating because you know at least if you're going you're going to go offensive heavy, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's not let's not sit here and, and act like Mike Krzyzewski put together the greatest game plan ever. For God's sake, he had Dwayne Wade, Kobe, LeBron, Carmelo. <laughs> you know what I'm it's saying? True. Durant. Like, he had literally the greatest players uh, in the world. Now, what's different now is, for Popovich, is he has the reserves of that. And that's not to be disrespectful whatsoever. But he does not have the top five best players in the NBA right now. He no. has he has what's left. <laughs> I mean, he has, I mean, with, if they were a hundred percent, maybe. But I mean, because they're missing uh, Booker and Middleton, Holiday. Um, so, not that that's an excuse, but every other team doesn't have. Half of what that USA has. Right, right. <laughs> I was actually watching Skip and Shan. I was watching a clip from Skip and Shannon on YouTube today. <laughs> Skip was like, yeah, um, Nigeria had like six NBA players. And Shannon said, and what the hell did this Team USA have? All the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> like, what, what kind of excuse is that? Like, okay, yeah. yes, they're good. That's how most of the international teams are. They're good. So it's no excuse that, well, they got six, you know, uh, they got six NBA players. You have all the others. Like, 
Like, that's the whole point about when the Dream Team formed. It was the idea of we are the best of the best. It does not matter what anybody else has. You have Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, you have mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. So, to me, I look at this team and I go, at least if you wanted to be this uh, offensive heavy, you should have tried to convince Curry to come because you need at least consistent shooting. I'm looking at what we have on the court now. Bradley Beal, Durant, uh, Lillard, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green. Now, if we lose this game, what we're going to lose it by is, A, turnovers, because there's no true point guard, and, B, rebound. Fuck this. We got Lillard. Lillard's a point guard. Not tr- like a pure point guard. Not a guard, true but point guard. It, it, let me tell you. You want to know what's killing us right now? Someone to set up the offense. And, again, like you just said, that's not Damian Lillard. Because right now, what it is is pass, pass, pass to Durant. That's it. That's also probably the game plan, which is not a game plan. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you want to know how I knew this was a this was a Mike D'Antoni kind of roster? How? I shouldn't need to tell you this because I I can already imagine you can imagine in your head, but we're being out rebounded. <sighs> Can't stand that. Who's, <laughs> I, I wanna, who's on the Australian team? I want to know that. Uh, Joe Ingles, uh, Della Vadova. Um, God, what's the guy from? Um, he used to be in Boston. Big no, no, big center. I can't think of his name. Um, God, I'm sorry, I can't think of it. And he can hit threes. He used to be on the Suns, actually. Uh, uh, I think I, I think I was talking about. I can't think of it. We just turned the ball over. It's 49-41. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – sorry. But, yeah, that's our biggest problem. We're being out-rebounded. We're, we're turning the ball over because we have no true point guard. I think it happened against uh, Nigeria, too. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. You know, as they as the dude blocked Durant. Yeah. I <laughs> was, was a chula. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, Durant, come on, bro. Like, if you're tired, don't come out here. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That's it. Simple as that. Don't come out here. I would at least be able to say if Durant wasn't here and it was just everybody else, I could at least sleep at night going, you know what? We really didn't have like the cream of our crop. Mm-hmm. We had great players, but just not like not the players you want defending uh, USA in the Olympics. For FIBA, sure. Because who cares for FIBA? But for the Olympics, hell no. I just watched Jeremy Grant just get blocked. and then an offensive foul when he got the rebound like it's it's really hard to watch this Joel this game is so staggering I might put back on Monday Night Raw I'm I'm curious I'm gonna put it on I just want to finish up what I'm doing right now yeah no 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 problem I'm just saying it's like it's gonna frustrate you it's gonna frustrate you a lot that's all I'm saying that's why I'm like I kind of prefer just to tell you Right. Um, than you to watch it because you'll just get frustrated. <laughs> There's no – we legit have no center. Well, who's – Draymond Green's the center? Is that what it yeah. is? Yes. I mean, I understand he plays center a lot. You know, I, I get it. Especially um, against – What's it called? I mean, I guess well, especially on the Warriors, when they play their death lineup. Right, but let's be fair, Joel. He only played the five this year because Wiseman couldn't stay healthy. 
I mean, no, he, he always plays a five a lot of the time. No, no, for sure. But I'm saying on a consistent basis, just this season, just speaking this season, he wouldn't have if Wiseman stayed healthy. That's not true. Because they always play, they small. always play small a little bit. Right. He never starts at center. You know, he always starts at power forward. Right. Um, like they start Looney, and then Looney like plays five five minutes or whatever the fuck, uh, and then they love him for his defense or whatever. But like they benched Wiseman from Looney for a small bit too. Right. Um, that's just you know that's how they do their thing. And obviously, um, when they go to the death line, it is Draymond. Uh, but. And that's no excuse. You need rebounders out there. You need guys that are going to rebound. And, like, Kevin Love could rebound. At least he used to be able to rebound. Does he play today? Uh, I have not seen him. I, I haven't watched the entirety of the first half, but uh, I have not seen him. I'm going to have it on the whole second half, so I'll be able to see, but I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. Let me see who's about to come in now. Oh, wow. Bam Adebayo. Why isn't Bam Adebayo starting? He is starting, or he's supposed to be starting. What the hell? Don't have Draymond. And here's the crazy thing about not having a true big on the court, right? What are international teams known for, Joel? Shooting. They're, no, no. Well, yes, yes. But more specifically, we usually get all of our bigs from overseas. That's where they make them. So it's like, well, you know they're going to have big guys. Every year we played – well, not every year, but every time the Redeem team played Spain, right? What was the biggest asset for Spain? Pal and Marcus All. They're big. Yeah, they're, they're centers or powerful. Because they're seven footers, you know. Exactly. So my point is you shouldn't be like it shouldn't it should never leave your mind that you're gonna be playing teams that have bigs that are good at rebounding. So you you having Jason Tatum, I don't know when they made that switch, but I do not like it. Uh Jason Tatum playing the four. With who with the three? Um, let me see. Uh, Durant. Are you sure? Can you make, does it make a difference really when they're on the floor together? No, not really. But I, I, I'll even speak for, you know, him as a Celtic. I, I didn't even like that. Um, really like that they play, they play small and he's a four most of the time. Right. But when I, um, cause like when I, I went to, um, when I was playing 2K the other day, his actual position, just like Ben's, um, like how Ben is like an, like, you know, uh, at a point guard, his position is listed point guard, even though mm-hmm. he's for damn sure a power forward, but he's listed as a point guard. Tatum is a small forward and he's listed as a power forward. And the only reason I don't like that is Jason Tatum is not, uh, the best rebounder. So it's like, as a, as a power forward, that's the one thing I need you to do is rebound. You right. know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah, I have him listed at power forward too. Oh, you do? Do Do you yeah, like him in that position, or do you like him as a uh, as a three? I, mean, I don't mind him either way. Uh, I I prefer him at the three, but I don't I don't. He's just fine at the four too. Uh, it just depends who he's next to. You know? Yeah. Um. All right, it's commercial break. We're up fifty eight fifty two. We have a crap load of turnovers. Um. We we just rotated Tatum in, and um. Bam. Uh, on the court with Durant, Beal, and and um, Lillard. Got it. But uh, yeah, it, it was looking shaky, man. But yeah, I was watching, uh, you know, the last two Olympics with with LeBron and them, and just to see they played just as sloppy. So I, let, let me not say it like they've always come out and we've always looked amazing. No, they played just as sloppy. The only thing that saved Team USA was again, it Kobe Bryant. <laughs> 
LeBron James. <laughs> like, like at the end of the day, like we won um, maybe not the last time, but the time before that. We won with LeBron having four fouls. Yeah. <laughs> like, think about that. Think about a close game against Spain. And Spain, you, you know Spain the last few times has been really, really, really good. Yeah, Spain uh, is one of the best. Spain and, uh, let me see, Spain, Australia. Um, France is usually good. Right. And uh, shout out to France because our boy is on France. We actually do, uh, we're actually rooting for, well, not really rooting, but we're playing close attention to France for Frank and I think mm. Lithuania for Luca. Uh, Luca, no. Uh, Luca plays for Argentina. Wait, you know you, that our, our oh. Luca plays for Argentina? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure. Okay. So Argentina, sorry. Um, and I already he's been balling his heart out. Yeah, he's been playing well. I like that. I'm like, if he can if he can do his thing in the Olympics and then do his thing in summer league, we might have we might not have to be as desperate for a point guard as we seem to be. Yeah, we'll see, hopefully. I mean, I like the guy. I liked him. I really wish we got to see more of him, but you know, he came on so late. Right. And, and I do want to mention this because I know I know when I was in like Nick channels like uh, talking about Luca, the the consensus was well you know he's only played overseas like he has to play against you know true NBA players and I said well what's confusing about that is Luka Doncic ever ever only played European players and look at him yeah <laughs> you know I don't think anyone thought he would be this good no he no they didn't good but this yeah. good. Like transcendent good? No, no, I don't think anyone saw that. If they did, Atlanta would have never traded him. No, <laughs> they thought he would be this good. No, they definitely, de- yeah, they definitely wouldn't have. He would have went first. A hundred percent. Yeah, so if that me, was the case. I'm not saying our Luca will be that, but um, I'm just saying we do have examples of uh, overseas players and Ginobili. Shit, Ginobili was playing overseas for forever. And came yeah. over here, and 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 you know, is he also got drafted in the second round. <laughs> no, no, right, right. But I'm just saying, like we've seen examples of um, players that haven't really played in like a college year or anything like that, um, mm-hmm. and come over and do great things. So right, right. I have no reason that. to believe that Luca won't be great. Now again, we have to realize we have to figure out what great is <laughs> you know great to me isn't him being Luka Doncic um it's just being a great point guard for us hell you know how much I love Pablo Prigioni if he can be mm-hmm. anything close to that I'll be fine yeah apparently that was his favorite player or whatever oh so. hell yes I love that and the thing I love most about Pablo Prigioni oh, wasn't him being a true point guard it was his excellent and Yes, I think so. Yes. <laughs> I put it on just now. I just but... turned it back on. I just turned it back Dante on. Dante Exum. Jesus, got a three. And do you see the big man that I was talking about on the bench? Ains. I think his name is Ains. He's still out there. He was on, he's on, uh, he was in Toronto this year. He had a terrible year. Look, he's wide open. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, th- that was what I love. Oh, that was K. Was um, on inbounds. Like for the Ooh, other team, uh-huh. he was such a a terror. Like you had to watch your back inbounding on, on Pablo Prigioni. So yes, I, you I did. Love, oh man, I love how. Who's that big guy? The, the number one. Number one for the for Australia for the Boomers. No the hell that that is. guy's huge. You know what's crazy? When I first saw him, I swear I thought that was Bobo. 
Uh, no, he's too thick. Wolves. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. I said unless Bo- Reef is his last name. Is that what it is? I can't see. Yeah, it. he just he just t- uh, wait because you might be behind me a little bit. Are you behind me or are you, or is it sixty? I can't tell. Right. right now, I got this. Uh, Patty Moses threw up a brick. What's the score? Sixty fifty-seven. Oh, okay. Then yeah, you haven't seen it yet. Okay. <clears throat> so I try to keep my commentary down so you can actually see it live. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, uh, us can can snap out of this and, and you know be the team that we know them to be. They are small though. You're right. Wait, say it again. I said they are small though. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think when when they oh, were. Oh yeah, it is Reese. Oh yeah, I don't know where he. Yeah, he didn't. He doesn't play in the NBA. No, not at all. Um, yeah, it's like when they were drafting this team, it was just like, no, we'll just go talent over size. It's like, yeah. well, sometimes the best talent is size. Well, it's also about you know picking the right players. Like, right. I think the what the deal. Wow, terrible shot. The fuck was that? Um, <laughs> um, the redeem team. Didn't didn't it wasn't all all stars, you know? They fucking I think the, did not have Mike Red on the team or the I'm trying to think. Say it again. Uh, did they not have Michael Red on that team? I think so. Uh, who else on that team? Uh, I know they had they had role players on that team. Right. You know, the guys that that were good. Uh, I think I was they Godala on that team. I forget. Yes, he was. Um, yeah, I think it was too. Um, but that's what I mean. Not everyone was an all star, right? Exactly, exactly. But that, that's my thing for the Olympics. You, you don't always need that again. When you have LeBron, Kobe, and Wade, um, you could fill it in with a bunch of ancillary guys. You just right. really need side. Like, remember, they had Tyson Chandler, they had they Aiden fresh out of the draft, they had Howard, <laughs> they had Howard, they had Kevin Love, like good Kevin Love. Yeah, prime um, love. <laughs> right. So, like, they had size. Size was never the problem. Um, and, you know, again, because here's the thing. When you have shooters like Carmelo or Harden or Durant, they had Westbrook, too. When you have guys that just shoot, you need a Tyson Chandler or Dwight Howard that can clean up the boards if they miss. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at these guys. They're shooting a lot, but there's literally, like, obviously now with Bam on the court, it's a little bit more uh, – you know, yeah. better. Um, yeah. But when guys are just chucking up shots, there he is. The boards. Yeah, with a problem. Yeah, you're right. And and that's the thing. If you look at the centers in the league now, I mean, a lot of the best ones are not American. <laughs> like, uh, except Bam, right? So you got like, all right, well, who are the best ones? Well, Embiid, but he's not from the U.S. He's what Cameroon or whatever. Yeah. And, and you have uh, and think about it like this. A lot of people would go, oh, we'll just go get Rudy Gobert. Oh, you mean the, the guy that's also he's not French. from the United States? Yeah, he's French. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, a, it's really player. not a lot to go off of. Um, we couldn't even get Clint Capella. Um, yeah, he's Swedish. Right. So it's not – we couldn't get Ibaka because even Ibaka, Ibaka. – he's a Swiss Army knife because, remember, he played for Spain last time. He did, and he was from yeah. the Congo. But he, yeah, yeah, he allowed him to Spain. play for. Yeah, they allowed him to play for whatever team he wanted, and he chose Spain. <sighs> which is um, weird. Which is disrespectful as hell. Yeah, like, why, why would you do that? <laughs> like, um, hey, hey, bitch, we gave you an opportunity. And I think, and I think, Cat said he wants to play for Dominican Republic. So, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Goodness gracious, man, they are just. But that's my point. All the good size in the NBA, like 
big, like true big men that are like you know star power, uh-huh. are not from here. Yeah, yeah, they're international, most of them. Right. That, but that's that was the the point I was making. So when you get to the Olympics, you can't just go. We're gonna go talent. We're gonna go shooters. We're gonna shoot you out the box. Because again, the bad thing about shooters is when they're off, they're way off. Oh, that was nice. So if they're here missing, you need guys that can clean up the boards, and you don't have that. Yeah, you definitely should have brought in Julius. It's bullshit. That's my because here's my thing, Joel. Even if you're like, oh, well, Julius wouldn't rebound that much better or defend that much better, he at least can oh. give you something offensively that it looks like Love is not because he's still not on the court. Yeah, I don't see Love out there. <laughs> He's not. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who number forty is. Yeah, Julius, Julius could play center internationally. Come on, for sure. And he's a really good rebounder. Yeah. Now again, me and Joel are not trying to hype Julius Randle as like the the, the next uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but no, no. could he do better than what some of these guys on the court are doing right now? Or yeah. there's Aaron Baines. Yes, Aaron Baines. Thank you. I, I wasn't sure if I remembered his first name or not. Um. But yeah, yeah, man. Terrible it's, here, but yeah. It's yeah. I'm not going to tell you the score so you can watch it live. But um, the, the third quarter is literally just ending. Wow, I'll let you see that for yourself. But it, it, it uh, man. Oh, I can't. I can't even watch this. And what Golding? Who is that? It is giving. Me, I don't know. That's my point. You mean for us, right? Uh, yeah. I mean for them. Who the fuck is Golding? Guy that scored oh. for them. Oh, what a terrible pass. What's going on? <laughs> Some nice jerseys too. Fuck. You listen to the boomers now. You lost to Nigeria. You like these are exhibition games. You're so lucky. <laughs> Look how much better the world is getting. That's all that tells you. And, and that's a good thing because oh, again, but we're so we, dom- we were so dominant. <laughs> we, I think we took that for granted, Joel. Well, that that's what happened man. during the 2000 the Athens uh, Olympics. Right. Wow, exactly. Yep. Nice. yep. You know that that team that had. The hodgepodge group, you know, that the young Lamelo and LeBron and them, mm-hmm. Wade, and they've got bronze, son. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Terrible. How you lose the whole Argentina? Well, I think got gold that year, but yeah, but, that was embarrassing. That's when the redeem team became a thing. Like, well, yeah, you can't have that happen again, and this will probably be the second version of that, which is sad if, this, if it's true. Yeah, I mean, but here, here's oh. the problem. Here's the problem. LeBron's probably never going to play in the Olympics again. He shouldn't. Um, His time is done. Never play in the Olympics again. He probably could do at least one more run. But, I mean, after this one. Another four years from now? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Um, This might be one of Durant's last ones. I don't think Kyrie is a guy that's going to want to. Oh, wait. He can't. No, no, he can. Um, He could, yeah. Yeah, he could. I, he was on one of the last teams, I think. No, he might have been. Yeah, deep. he was born in Australia, but he's not Australian. He, I think he declared as the U.S. Right, and here's where we're lucky. Ben Simmons agreed uh, – well, not agreed, but decided yeah. not to yeah, play. Yeah, he didn't want to play, right, yeah, or else he would have been out picture, there too. Right, picture when he – you know, if, if he were out there, we'd really be getting our asses smacked. So all yeah, I'm saying imagine. is the world is getting better, and it seems like we are not. So oh, it'll be interesting to see what the next group will be um, coming out of, of, you know, out of the U.S. You know, because yeah. it, it will be good next time to have a Trey Young. Um, it will be good next time to have yeah. Chris Middleton, Drew Holland, yeah. guys like that. I mean, though, if they, they should be back this year, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Um, 
It's just they're out because of the finals. You know? I just, I, to me, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm only not depending on it because I'm like, if they win, if they win the finals, which I, I don't think they will, but if they do win the finals, in my mind, uh, their agents will tell them, get rest. We start back up in, in October, like get rest. Yeah. Um, and if they lose, I don't see the will to want to, to play more basketball. Well, right I mean, if they yeah. said they're going to do it, then I'll, I'll, whatever they say, I'll, I'll follow. But you know, it's, it's, they're the ones that said they'll go. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, they I just, I'm only looking at from where uh, Colangelo was saying, like, we do have to keep in mind they are playing, like, right now. Um, so that's when that's when he was responding to the, the whole Randall thing, when they mm-hmm. were asking him about Randall. And he was saying, well, you know, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are actually playing right now. So who knows what they'll want to do when, um, you know, when it's all said and done with, with them playing. So who knows? Right. Um, but no, I, I'm with you. I, that's, I, I take that mentality with everything. If a guy says, you know, if a guy says this, you got to take him at his word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I'm with you. They very like, they very well could come out. Um, I, even looking at the Suns, I would love Devin Booker to come out. I would love Aiton to come out. Um, but I mean, the chances are just. Well, you know. not American either. God damn it! Really? Yeah, it's in the Bahamas. Jesus How do we not grow big men? When did that stop? <laughs> like, what year did we stop getting Ben Wallace's, Rashid Wallace's, Shaq's, Dwight Howard's? Like, when did we stop that? Yeah, that's when the center's starting to fall off. Like, all national, you know. We're so we're so we're so busy trying to convert guys into stretch bigs and whatnot that you kind of just got these, you know, non seven footer uh, bigs. And it's just like, no, grow more, grow more, whatever tree that was that you got shacking those guys from go shake that shit again. Get another one. Goodness gracious. Um, AD being hurt really, really does hurt us too. Cause I assume he would have. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. AD AD would have helped a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and let's be real, Joel. I would have started. Like, a lot of people are assuming it's because he has a movie and everything. That's not why. LeBron got injured, and and it was a real injury for, like, the first time ever in his career. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think he's just kind of looking father time, you know, in the eye and saying, like, I get it. I'll slow down. Um, And the same with AD. AD had a real injury. You don't want to aggravate that shit. Exactly. But without that, I do believe both of them would have been here. And um, LeBron is is a walking 10 rebound kind of guy. So I wouldn't have had to really worry about and you can Especially move him between in the national the wall. Right. And you can move him between the three and the four and he'd still be effective. Um, he, was, he was playing center at some points during the last Olympics. Yes, he was. That's because that's how big he is. <laughs> like, You know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing about rebounding. People don't understand. The idea of boxing out exists for a reason. It doesn't matter what size you are. You got to well, box out. Think about it. Yeah, look at some of the best rebounders ever aren't the tallest. You're looking at Dennis exactly. Rodman was 6'7". <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Charles Barkley was 6'6". Six, six. Yep. So to me, it, like I said, it's never 100% about, <clears throat> excuse me, about, uh, about talent. Sometimes it just comes down to size. Um, and right now with our struggles, it looks like it's just coming down the size. So we'll see how they did you see the, the buzzer beater that, that they got? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's not, I'll tell you right now, I'm here now, deep into the fourth and it's not looking any better. Like, Uh, bro, you have scores everywhere. How is it so hard? 
to score. Because <laughs> here's the thing. You have a bunch of one-on-one players. So you're depending on somebody to just to just uh, get hot. And no one's getting mm-hmm. hot. Right. Tatum, uh, uh, an ISO player. Beal, ISO. Levine, ISO. Like, there's all ISO guys. None of these are are guys that can initiate oh. an offense to kind of – Oh, no call there? To make Sorry. everybody else better. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. Um, so that's the biggest problem that we Tatum. have here is that oh, no one – we don't have anyone that makes anybody else better. Oh. Classic Tyson tip. I like it. Oh, come on. You got to finish that shit. Seriously? That- I will tell you, Joel, that was the one thing I always hated was the Tyson Chandler tip out. I liked it. It worked. I only, it did. It was very effective. I only hated it because it started to catch on within the rest of the game. And it's just like, grab it. Grab it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need you to put it back up. Just grab it. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I didn't mind because it was effective. You know? As long as you tip it to the right players, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> You was like, as long as you're not a, a stupid idiot, it should be fine. <laughs> yeah, stop tipping it away. That's different. Yeah. But. Um, but all right, we can we can move on from this because this is just stressing. Steve Kerr is on the. Hey, I know that guy. Who that guy looks familiar? What guy? On uh, Australia. He just came in. I'm like, he looks familiar. Well, what team does he play for? God damn it! That was gonna bother me. I'm gonna tell you right now. If it isn't Della Vadova, Exum, uh, no, it's not. It's not. Or Patty Mills. No. I don't know who the hell any of these people are. Uh, you know this guy. I just I don't know where he went. <laughs> there he is. Oh, it is. It's Matisse Thibel. Holy shit! I didn't know he was Australian. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. He's from the Sixers. Oh no, I I, pro- I didn't watch many Sixer games, and even the games against us, I don't. He's a great – he's their best defender. Really? Yeah. On a team that has Danny Green and, and Ben Simmons? Oh, yeah, man. Matisse Thibel is nasty Holy defensively. Shit. He was a rookie last year, I think. Well, keeping U.S. Uh, under tabs right now, I would say it's it's working. <laughs> I mean, he just came in the game, though. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying I assume he played more than, more than just, just right now. Possibly. It's been a very defensive game. USA hasn't been able to get hot at all. Yeah, this dude named K is scoring. <laughs> like, fuck is K. Uh-oh, Levine. No. Of course, no. That's well, the thing. I- they need, oh, wow, walk. Della Vadova walk. <laughs> Here's the thing, bro. Once they, um, it, once the, the real thing starts, the mm-hmm. only thing that gives me any hope is the idea that because these guys are so ISO, you only need one of them to get hot. Right. But yeah. that's the thing. You got to, those guys have to be able to defer and say, all right, this dude's hot. <laughs> like, give him the ball. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and not having a true point guard makes that difficult. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Maybe Lillard will step up to be that guy. I really yeah. don't understand how some of these guys are in and not quickly. But again, that's my bias. So, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, the select guys, you know, they brought in three select guys. But who knows how long they'll last? Like, and not quickly. So they brought in three guys. Mm, yes. Okay. All right. They brought in John Keldon Johnson, uh, Sadiq Bay, and one other guy. Fuck, I don't remember who it was. Well, look, I am honest in saying that it is my bias. Not a problem. Won't argue that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But it is frustrating knowing oh. that quickly can mm-hmm. run an offense, and we're just saying, nope, scoring. 
we don't really need that whole, you know, strategic yeah. thing. We'll just keep they, shooting. And it's like, yeah, Garland, that's who they brought. Garland? Yeah. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk more basketball. But outside of the Olympics, um, there's been reports uh, over the last week that names like Shay Gilchrist, Alexander, um, ah, oh God, what's the what's the kid from the Cavaliers? Sexton, um, Malcolm Brogdon, guys like that could be on the trading block for their respective teams. And of course, the Knicks, as we can expect this entire offseason, uh, have been linked to those guys. Um, which one? I'm not going to ask you if you're interested because I know you would be. But yeah. which of those guys would you be interested in the most? Um, between sex Shay, Shay would be the probably the most expensive to get though. <laughs> but Shay definitely. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. The kid, the kid's just he's he's essentially obviously not as tall as Frank, but taller than most point guards. He's around the same height. Is Frank? Yeah. Oh, perfect. I don't know if he has the same perfect. length, arm length, but right, the length, right. You're you're right, the length. Um, but this is a guy that a lot of people said, you know, couldn't be a good shooter in the NBA. Um, and he had a pretty good, a pretty solid year this, this, uh, this past season. The part um, last two years. I mean, last two years. You're right. He's good, um, man. I, I, I like him. I, I really, really, really do like him. I'm going to tell you my biggest thing. And this is probably thinking too short term, but. Um, I want to do whatever we can to preserve Derrick Rose. I want to keep Derrick Rose. I would love to keep Derrick Rose. But what I also don't want is an influx of guards because that did not help us this year when we needed size. Oh, we went right. out and got all the guards in the world and had no big men. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want a proper balance. And a proper balance would be two point guards. Um <laughs> Uh, a few shooting guards um, and, you know, try to go bigger as the, as, the, as you go through the roster. Um, oh so my th- God. What? Tybal just blocked Durant. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, he's not the same. I, I don't know what's going on with him, but if he didn't feel up to it, I would have just preferred he did not. Yeah. Come. yeah well, when his Brooklyn eyes says he would look fine to me, I don't know. I mean, we saw him literally give every ounce of everything he had um, in, in that series against Milwaukee because literally he had no help. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just like I would have assumed he would have not wanted to, to do it because he's just tired. I would have I've been okay if he didn't want to because of that. But um, you know, I was surprised he actually went. He did it. But. That's, that's exactly my point. But I think this is what I, I also think this is another, you know, this is his team now, you know, with no LeBron. Um, that's why it was so funny that they lost to Nigeria. I was like, well, that's what you wanted, dick face. <laughs> yeah, but here's the funny thing. When LeBron led USA, we yeah. blew Nigeria out by a record margin. Like, it's ne- we blew them out so bad that we put yeah. a new record in that probably will never be broken. To be fair, that's nowhere near the same Nigeria that there is now. <laughs> also, that's nowhere near the same USA team that we had there. No, so, no, no. You're it's different, yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, but if we had LeBron, I don't think we lose against Nigeria. Probably not. Because it was that that's, close. That's it's not much, like it was a blowout or anything. Right, exactly. But that's how much LeBron affects the game, both offensively, defensively, creating for other people, 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's just that important. And you look at Durant and you kind of go, you just they're about to have they're about to have Tibbs as the coach team USA. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. I let me just say this because I haven't watched like a full Spurs game in like a few seasons, Ooh, right? So I don't yeah. really speak on pop, but watching how pop uh coaches this USA team, I'm really starting to think in the back of my head, was it just Parker, Ginobili, Duncan, and Kawhi? that made Popovich or is he a good head coach? Cause I'm not seeing it. I'm not I mean, seeing it. Uh, I, I, you can't, I don't think it's fair to judge no. off of this. You know? is, I, I completely understand. <laughs> I can, like I said, when the real thing starts, we only need one guy to get you hot. A, and it changes everything. I know, the, I know your first uh, instinct is attack the coaching. I get it. but You know, I always do. I never yeah. put it on the player. Players <laughs> only do what, what the coaches set up. Um, but okay, no, sure. I, no argument here that that's unfair, but at least you know I'm consistent in my thoughts of it. Coach first, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like an organization does. Like when they're firing, they don't go shit. My players are horrible. Let me get rid of them. They go no. I'm getting rid of this coach. If my players are all star players. Yeah, I start wondering what the fuck is going on. <laughs> 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 um. But yeah, like oh, he's been playing a lot smaller the last couple of years, um, especially when he plays with one big, and like 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 Keldon Johnson and DeRozan wears forwards all year. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're both like six six, the tallest. <laughs> I mean, but when I say that about Pop, Joel, let, let me bring some Ooh. a little bit of context to it. It's not an attack on Pop because, I, and again, people that know way more about basketball than I I ever could tell me I'm wrong. But I always thought the same thing about um, Phil Jackson. I can't, I can't tell you Phil Jackson is or is not a good head coach because he had two stints with three of possibly the greatest players to ever dribble a basketball. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, was it his coaching or was it just because he had Michael Jordan and then Kobe and Shaq? Yeah. You know I, mean, I don't know. But when they didn't have Phil Jackson, were they as good? You are absolutely, you are absolutely <laughs> correct, absolutely. So it could be a, it could be a healthy blend of the two. Right. But I look at the Spurs and I go, they haven't been the same since they lost their, their nucleus of Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. Yeah, no one over. It's hard to recover. Those guys are really good. <laughs> right. But here's the um, thing: I'm not because I don't judge it by like, oh, those guys left and you couldn't get a team to the like. I don't judge it by that. I just mean having a team that's competitive that makes the uh, that makes the playoffs. I mean they've been borderline playoff teams the last two years, um, or the last three years. What can tell what Tim retired like what, three or four years ago? I forget. Yeah, three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, so right now, I mean, they went and got Lamarcus Aldridge, and then he left, or they traded him this year and retired. Um, Kawhi didn't want to stay, so that didn't help them either. So they, I mean, they did what they could with DeRozan. Uh, they they got this kid Kelton Johnson. They they definitely he's, he's pretty good. They found him at, and developed him so far. Uh, wow, nice block. Um, shit, I'm trying to think. They have two nice guards like Dejounte. And it, the funny thing is that they're both apparently, apparently available. But Dejounte Murray and Derek White are good good guards. You know what I mean? So yeah. Derek White can't stay fucking healthy. That's that's really Derek White's problem. Always hurt. Um, so their bench has been kind of shitty. 
<laughs> I mean, they have some decent young talent on that team, so we'll see what it looks like next year. They need more bigs. They need a more dominant big. They definitely need a big. They don't have any bigs in San Antonio. That's really what hurt them the last couple of years. Because outside of Aldridge, it's like barren. <laughs> <laughs> but that does seem to be where, where his expertise in coaching comes from, is international and big men. Yeah, and without one, right now they have no big man, like no dominant. San Antonio has not been good without a dominant big man. And they don't have a dominant man. No offense to Little Mark Aldridge. They've been decent with Aldridge. <laughs> but he was never Tim Duncan or David Robinson. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, like like you make you make a great point, but that's why I said I could never properly judge Phil or Popovich, good or bad. Because um I just haven't seen it like again, people said that about Bill Belichick. Was was that Tom Brady or was that Bill? And it didn't help Bill that Tom Brady went out and just won a championship. Yeah, um, you know, but you can never argue whether or not the coach is great. Um, but you can argue what made that greatness. Was it your X's and O's or was it that you had the greatest player? Um, so that's that's what I'm saying when I look at those two guys. But watching Pop, I, I don't know if maybe – maybe I'll chalk it up to Pop is maybe listening to Mike D'Antoni too much. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I'll chalk it up to. Yeah, switch up the coaching staff next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get defensive guys. <laughs> Get guys doing? that have to draw plays. You know, guys they that did, don't give it to Harden. <laughs> yeah, I believe they did at one point. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know why he didn't just bring on the – because remember, uh, Krzyzewski had guys like Jim um, – he had, like, his college guys that he brought yeah. on. Some NBA There's guys. A- college guys. Yeah, Krzyzewski had coached uh, – he had um, Pop, I think, on his bench, too. Um, and he had, um, what's his name? Dan Tony's been there since he's been in New York, I believe. So, yeah, yeah, he's been deep on that bench. Uh, but yeah. he had Jim Beheim because I was watching one of the, yeah, yeah, he had Jim Beheim on there. Um, but he had guys that he knew and trusted and 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 could buy into his his area of, of coaching. But that's my right. that's my issue with, um, with Popovich. I don't know what his expertise of coaching is, like what. What is the one thing he does better than than anything? I don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's that's what uh, is throwing me off watching uh, Team USA right now. Mm. It's just, All right. uh, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get into uh, Black Widow. Let's start Black with Black Widow. Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow came out this uh, this last Friday. Uh, it has made great great money in the box office. Um, it has made great numbers through Disney Plus. You went to see it in theaters. I yes. unfortunately spent thirty dollars on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to ask you a two-sided question. The first side is how was it going back to uh, what I assume was a packed theater? Um, it was. And uh, and then you can just get into your thoughts on on the actual movie. Um, well, this is my third time at the theater since things have calmed down a little bit. Um, and honestly, I went to see Fast 9, and that was a packed theater, too. Oh. Um, this is probably my second packed theater. Uh, but it, because it was in Dolby, it was more room. Because uh, where I went to see Fast 9, uh, considering who decided to go to that theater, it was a little tighter. But <laughs> but it, it was still... <laughs> It was still roomy, but not as roomy as the Dolby Theater. Um, Fast Nine wasn't bad, right? What happened? Fast Nine wasn't bad, right? I enjoyed it. It was there was a lot of like 
outrageously ridiculous shit going on sometimes, but right, you know, that's to be expected at this point. And I swear to God, at one point, I'm like, this has become modern day GI Joe. I know you don't want me to say shit like that, but you can sell toys off these motherfuckers real easy. Okay, if, they if, if, to. if that's what you mean, I'll I'll always accept that. But when you say that, Joel, it puts some people off because they go, "Well, I don't like Fast and Furious, and I already didn't like GI Joe." So it's yeah, like, no, no, but, no, 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 no. There yeah. are some cool aspects to GI Joe. It's it's not it's not that yeah. it's not what by GI Joe. I mean, like they're basically paramilitary and shit. You know what I mean? Like right. the way they use them, they have guns, they have fucking different types of cars. It's street racing meets GI Joe. That's what I. That's how I look at it. <laughs> Just don't don't say that in front of Pete. <laughs> that's what it looks like though, they have all these crazy vehicles if they really wanted to they could definitely turn that into a, a toy making franchise surprised they never did sure could. and i will say this um john cena did get me really excited for peacemaker i can't wait for peacemaker yeah because i'm like john cena is like he is doing now what the rock should have just continued to do his whole career which is find what works for you and just stick stick to it right you know, yeah. like again you're not you're a wrestler you're not you're not an actor so it's not it's not a knock to say that you're not the world's greatest actor so find what works for you and just stick to it and john cena has been doing some roles that i'm like he's a funny guy stick to that or if you want to do action because you're huge cool. yeah. you could do a blend of the two of them but yes. to do to do real serious roles that i have to now look at and go what the fuck? What? <laughs> like, yeah. you think John Cena's about to make me cry in this theater? If you don't get the hell up out of here. So to me, it's just like, stick to what, you know, what you're good at. And I don't mean that in any disrespectful way. Um, but to me, that's where most of your success will come from. And John Cena, just a little PSA. Don't do things like Skyscraper. You know, don't, don't, don't do shit like that. Do shit mm-hmm. like Rampage and Fast and Furious and like Adam, stuff like that. Don't, don't do any of that stupid shit The Rock ended up doing. But I'm sorry. Um, too fair. Um, your thoughts on Black Widow? I liked it. It was very enjoyable for me. Um, it had a lot of good, especially the first half of that movie with a lot of good action scenes. and um, It kept me entertained. I enjoyed it. It had some levity with some of the, I love the chemistry between a lot of the characters. Um, her, like, the like, standout was like Yelena her sister, I mean, that or, or whatever sister, you know. I did like the beginning of the movie where it was basically um, the Americans. Like, uh, I enjoyed that. And I might, I might actually go check out the Americans now because of that. Americans <laughs> is a phenomenal show. Yeah, I hear it's really good. And that, But the fact that they use that type of origin for her, I'm like, that's pretty clever. I never, ever even thought about that. It's pretty cool. That is um, awesome. So I'm like, I might do that myself. I might take time to, to look look into that show because of this. I did like what the way they did that. Uh, I loved a lot, all the characters for the most part. So I, even, obviously, Natasha. Uh, she's always good at Natasha, so I never complain with her, her performance, but uh, having um, the Red Guardian and fucking David Harbour the Red Guardian was awesome. And having, um, what's her name? Uh, is Yelena. What's her name? Florence oh, Pugh. Uh, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh is Yelena. They were the, they were the standouts for me in the movie because they they just they, they definitely made the movie for me. Like I said when I was going into it, like I'm not really watching for Black Widow so much as like the side characters, and that's what I was looking forward to the most. 
So to me, they they really stole the show, and and I look forward to seeing more of them in the future. Hopefully, you know. Um, Taskmaster. So that was the, the thing. Um, like I understood what they were doing with uh, with the character in the movie. Uh, I enjoyed the fact that not enjoyed, but I, I was intrigued at, at, at like the, the explanation and all that. But they honestly could have did it with another character. <laughs> they didn't really need to call him Taskmaster, but that's neither here or there. Like everyone has their own opinion on it. Uh, I just felt like what they did, they could have just used another type of character if they were going to do that, you know. But that's just me. I'd rather have gotten a more classic Taskmaster, but whatever. Um, other than that, I thought uh, Wade Winston was great as fucking Dreykov. Um, he was a, a very, you wanted to see him die. You really did. <laughs> he was a bad guy. He was a bad, bad guy. And I appreciated that. Um, I mean, he was a good, bad guy. And the fact that he was, you, you hated him. Um, what else? Uh, um, I liked the post credit scene. I, mean, I, was, I, I was surprised it was only one, but I was cool with the fact that, you know, I really, like, it makes sense. Like, once you watch it, like, oh, it's connected like, to like three different shows. <laughs> it was really cool because you're like, okay. So she, it, it, obviously, it, and like, well, I guess, I guess I can give away the, the spoilers. I'm just going to say it's spoilers. So if you're yeah. not, if you're like, oh, we're definitely going to be spoiling. So the, the post credit scene ends with basically it going back after Endgame. And there's a, 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 a headstone for, for Natasha. And her sister goes to see her. And she's standing there. And then, of course, Valentina shows up, blowing her nose all rude and shit at the gravesite. And apparently they're working together. And they get her to, and she tries to want her next job to be to go after Hawkeye, who she blames for Natasha's death. Um, so that's going to be where we're going to see her again. And we already knew that. But obviously, things were supposed to be reversed. We were supposed to see Black Widow before we saw well, Falcon Winter Soldier and obviously before Hawkeye. So, but it's, it, things got mixed up. But sorry, right. point is, that's where we're going to see her next. That's going to be great. Um, I can't wait for Hawkeye. I've already was excited for Hawkeye, but I'm even now more, more so excited after seeing her performance. Uh, and I, like we were talking earlier, I can't wait to know more about what the fuck Valentina's up to. Yeah, uh, and by the way, um, are you still watching the Olympics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna get angry. If I were you, I would. I would. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm. It's only eleven seconds on the clock. I pretty much know oh, what this is. Okay. Like. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oof. Pop. It's ugh. okay. Anyway. Um, all right. So. My, Pushovers. My- Pushovers. That's what USA like, we call the pushovers. Yeah, and, you know, shout out to who Skip calls the greatest player in the NBA today. Missing free throws, missing three-pointers. Yep. You know, yeah, that, that's the great that's the great guy that's taking over for LeBron, right? Yeah. LeBron mm-hmm. has to be at home just like, look at this motherfucker. Y'all thought he could replace me? That's what I mean. Like, I don't – he did it to himself. It's whatever. He sure did. He sure did. He wanted, he wanted to be the guy. And every chance he has gotten to be the guy, he has failed. I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear he was by himself. I don't want to hear none of that. He has failed on his own. All I have to say. Anyway, back to Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the movie was okay. 
Um, I kind of wish this was. Oh, Joel, go to USA. Ricochet versus John Morrison is on. Um, this to me was a very okay movie. I kind of wish uh, Disney Plus had a a a, a, a rent ability um, where I could have maybe paid half of what I paid. Because um, now I just have it forever, and it's like, well, I'm probably never gonna go back and rewatch this. So just having it forever is just like. Wow. The thing is, I want I would get it hard cover, and it's probably cheaper than thirty dollars. And I would, uh-huh. I'll watch it again. Just run anytime soon. Well, no, you you like to do the um the the whole rewatch. I do, I do all right. of it. I just mean specifically that. Like, I'll never just say like on a random Thursday, like you know what, I'll, I'll throw back in Black Widow. Like that's what I mean. Um, but in in and as you're saying, yeah, sure. If I'm doing a full rewatch, yeah, I'll work that in for sure. Um, I won't ignore it. Like I like to try to do Iron Man three, because um, it wasn't a bad movie by any means. It's not. It's not a bad movie. It's just it's to me until the end credit scene. I and again, a lot of this is, which is sometimes stressful with with Kevin Feige. A lot of this is a, a long game. Right, so you can't really take the now because the now could pop up five years from now. Um, so it's a long game, but to me, I really got no no inclination on what this movie, like why this movie was important to anything outside of you just wanting to give Black Widow her own movie, um, which again is fine, completely fine. But I really didn't understand what it meant in in terms of the MCU going forward. Um, and so obviously you get to the end credit scene, and you're like, okay. All right, that leads us to Hawkeye and you know whatever Val's planning. Um, you you know me, so I'm not gonna get long winded into it. Kevin Feige does not respect villains as villains. Villains are either one or two things: sympathetic or just just a uh, a means to an end. Um, and unfortunately, they use a character that I would have preferred to be in the Hawkeye series um, as a means to an end. Taskmaster wasn't really supposed to mean all that much. Um, and it kind of was just like, I don't, I really don't understand. Like, I, I, I really don't, but you know, I, I'm very different. Um, I, I like, I like villains, you, you know, I, I like the dark order uh, the black order. Sorry. Um, and they were essentially just like clay putties. Um, taskmaster had literally one cool sequence. And then it was just like, well, clearly the guy that, you know, that employed you is more important. So that's where we're going to go w- with our focus. Um, I kind of left this Joel really just like Yelena was obviously my standout. I can't wait for her to become the new Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, but really what, what I left this movie with was, I guess, whenever we see Red Guardian again, that'll be interesting. <laughs> I do look forward to that. And the Winter Guard. I really hope we get the Winter Guard. Yes, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, we did talk about this uh, through text. Melina um, is the Iron Maiden in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was very interesting because uh, mask in the, in the in the movie. If you pay attention, oh wait, say it again. They show her mask in the movie. If you pay attention, no, I completely missed it. Yeah, when she opened up her cabinet, well, you can see there's like two of them. Oh shit! Okay, I'll go back and and rewatch that because I completely missed it. Um, mm-hmm. but that I'm looking forward to mainly because I know a lot of people were just like, I love how she came, you know, how she she turned and protected her kids. I took mm-hmm. it more so as she was eliminating the competition. She could never get rid of him on her own. So she used her family to get rid of the competition. Um, there's now a power vacuum. 
and you're not telling me that she doesn't have any interest in filling that vacuum. Um, so hopefully she does become the, the, the well, she resumes as the Iron Maiden because you said she had the mask. Um, and, and we mm-hmm. see that kind of formulate in, in its own. But that's, that's what sometimes is bad about continuity is that some things aren't meant to, to be cleaned up in, in one sitting. It's meant to be kind of dragged out throughout the course of things. Um, so like when you look at Red Guardian, it's like, well, Feige's not going to tell you today, like, oh, look forward to him in Captain America 4. You just got to wait. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know when we'll see Molina again. We don't know if we'll see Taskmaster again. These are all right. things we have to just wait. The only reason I think we may see Taskmaster again, because they didn't hire a, a nobody for the role. You know, that there was. I agree. I agree. Actor. I will also say this. I was really upset when um, when Black Widow said, like, you know, leave me, just uh, just go. I was mm. really disappointed that we didn't see Ross pick up Taskmaster. Mm. I think that would have been more entertaining to me than the idea of, like, you know, her whole family and all the Widows and Taskmaster escaping. Because um, to me, it really had no... Like, I didn't even understand that. First of all... Um, when Ross and them pulled up, we got no resolution on what happened. Like, did he give her a pardon? She was on the run, right? No, no, no. Oh, Wait. yeah, we don't know what happened, yeah. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. That was the weirdest, <laughs> that was the weirdest transition. It was yeah, just like, like no, don't okay. worry, guys. I, I'm tired of, uh, I'm tired of running. I'm going to face this. And it's like, okay, cool. I, I finally get to see how we ended from this to where we saw her pop up in Infinity War. And it, yeah. and it was just like not, we, she was still running, so that's why it's like, yeah, we just don't know how she got away at that point because right. she was surrounded. <laughs> like, that's what I think confused me the most. Like, I get it. Uh, I, I she was trying to say that if she had left with them, Ross would have just like went after them as a whole. So I, I get that, but it's just like, and again, that's something so small and insignificant. But you know, to me, it's just like the, the details. Like that's that's an important detail. How the hell did she escape? Yeah, she um, she when she was gonna go uh, get him out of jail or whatever the fuck. Right, right. Also, Man, I don't like, I don't like what they did to my boy. Who? The guy that we thought was Taskmaster. Oh yeah, I mean we, you know, I, once he wasn't Taskmaster. I mean, I, I, once I knew that, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, it was just like you could have literally got anybody <laughs> to fulfill that role. Yeah. Um, what? I think what that changed throughout because I think uh, I just read something today that he he originally uh, uh, got cast in a different role and it changed throughout and then during production uh, production but they just kept the same actor. Yeah, I don't I don't so, like that. The only way this will ever make sense to me is if, excuse me, he pops up in Armor Wars. Maybe I mean uh, he is whatever his agent Mason whatever uh, yeah. he is. Uh, it's possible. I'm not sure what his role would be. Uh, well, I, I would like to see him interested in, mm-hmm. in maybe trying to take... Again, there's a vacuum. There's a vacuum. Uh, the events of Infinity War and Endgame have left multiple vacuums. It's how Val slipped in um, with whatever she's doing. Because you don't really have the Avengers focused on one common thing to be paying attention to whatever darkness is, is lurking out there. Um, like, think about it. Not even Fury's focused on what's happening here. Mm-hmm. He's in space trying to figure out what the hell the next alien invasion is. 
So to me, it's like, you know, if he pops up just trying to be the next guy to take over the tech world or, you know, maybe he's um, trying to broker a deal for somebody or something. I just I really like the actor. I watch Handmaid's Tale. He's a Mm -hmm. very gifted actor. And, you know, I was excited when when they cast him and me and you were like, oh, he has to be Taskmaster. I was so excited for him because I'm like, he's really talented. And when I saw the reveal, it was just so underwhelming, like nothing properly set that up. So it was just like, all right, okay, okay. Oh, so he really is just the agent. I was looking him up right now, and Rick Mason is known as the agent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's the same Rick Mason who was in like Miles, uh, the Spider-Man Miles Morales. I'm like, is the same guy? <laughs> oh wow, that is the same guy. Yeah. Oh shit. That's he's connected. Yeah, he's connected to the Tinker. Right. Right. They're related. Uh, they're related and shit. But uh but yeah, this movie was was okay. Um, you know, nothing bad to say about it. It just I, I wish it lived up to the thirty dollars that I paid. It's my only issue with it. Um, but again, you know, it's it, it's good to have Marvel movies back. Um trying to think of there was something else I was gonna say. Um trying to think. Uh, it was good to see uh, why Nat decided to wear that stupid-ass vest in Infinity War. I never understood that. Um, but it makes sense now. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the daughter that we thought she killed um, was mentioned back in the first Avengers movie. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, outside of that, you know, uh, I guess I'll, I'll steam ahead to Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, the ending. There's something about the ending. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I wonder how long Val and um, Yelena have been working together. Right. I and wonder myself. Yelena made it sound like it's been a while. And remember, because um, a lot of people have to remember, when that movie takes place compared to that end credit scene, it's a difference of, of six years. Yeah. So... Um, so again, we assume we don't know, but we assume Yelena might have been like a lot of people were trying to say that uh, Natasha made that sacrifice because she was thinking of Yelena and the idea that she probably disappeared uh, during the snap. So she was like, I'm willing to do whatever to bring her back. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't look that deep into it. I don't really care. Um, but but, um, but, you know, it, it's interesting to, to think if she did get get whisked away when Val kind of swooped in and was just like, and I will say this, I love the way they're writing Val. She knows a lot of stuff that should not be known. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever you watch like a sitcom and they're remembering and they're like remembering back, but it's a scene they weren't in. And it's like, how the fuck did you know that? Like, (laughs) Like, yeah. How do you know that he was involved in that and her death? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Because here's a funny thing, Joel. The only people that know that, because that's not like a war story. I don't think that's something like Bruce was just telling everybody. That's something right. that uh, only the Avengers know. Right. And two out of the five people that, I'm sorry, three out of the six people that know are dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I call Cap dead till I know where he is. But Cap, yeah. Cap right. Stark, and Natasha knew of her sacrifice. And then, of course, Hawkeye, Thor, and Banner. So it's like, because remember, they were all on the lake when um, Hawkeye and then were just like, uh, I mean, when Thor was just like, let's just go back and get Natasha. 
And mm-hmm. Hawkeye's like, it doesn't work like that. So it was only them that really knew what happened. So it's what? just the idea of like, I don't think any of them would have wanted to even bring that up to anybody. So how the hell does Val know that? Um, and even more importantly, how the hell did Val know that um, the U.S. agent took the uh, the serum when we didn't even know when he took the serum? We know that he took it, but when he took it, we didn't know that. We had an idea. I don't, I don't think the government knew that he just took it. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. So I, I'm very <laughs> interested to see where Val has her inside information from um, and how she knows so much. But the last little bit I want to say, Joel, is me and you are very familiar with the character uh, of Val. And in the comics, not only is she extremely close to Fury, but she did happen to be a scroll. Um, so I'm really curious if that if that plays itself out. Um, because I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if Val was was somebody that they didn't have long standing um, uh, plans for like years and years and years ahead, like maybe a few movies down the line till we get to whatever she's trying to set up. Um, but I would really, I would really like that if Fury comes uh, in contact with her and like, you just see Fury like shoot her and everyone's like, whoa, whoa. And then we see her turn green and it's like, oh my God, it's the start of the invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, like that would be really, that's essentially how it was in, in, in the comics to a degree. Um, so are, are you looking forward to that or do you think they'll just go the route of her just being the bad guys, Nick Fury? It could be both. I mean, you know, that they gotta, that I don't think they'll reveal it right away. Right. Um, so if, if it, if it is a thing and then when they do reveal it, you're like, oh shit, like what, 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 what are they planning? And what, like, what are they doing? Why are they creating a dark Avengers? You know what I mean? Like, what is up with that? You know? There's a lot more question marks that'll come into it, uh, if if that if that's the case. Like I don't mind if they go in that direction. You know, it's not like I'm super connected to Valentina, but that's why they're showing her a lot more, so people do get attached. You know, exactly. And that that's what makes me think it will go that route, um, because that's what made Secret Invasion so interesting was that they were turning people that you cared about. Um, yeah. It wasn't just like, hey, the janitor happened to be a scroll. It's like, well, who gives a fuck about the janitor? Um, <laughs> so you needed to make important people scrolls. Um, so that'll be very important. And, and to me, and I'm not going to speak for you, Joel. It's the last thing I'll say about Black Widow before we move on. Uh, well, not Black Widow, but Val and, and the idea of everything. Whenever we do get the secret invasion, I need them to be very careful in who they choose to be scrolls. Um, because the last thing I needed, I already have a tough time explaining to people with variants and shit like that. Um, if you start making important people, like really big people scrolls, people will start to question everything. And I, I don't, yeah. I don't feel the need to want to explain any of this shit to people. Um, that will go, well, maybe, maybe cat was no, no, I don't want any of that shit. Just like I'm tired of hearing, well, Maybe there's a variant of star. No, like, no, 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 no. It's why I don't like time travel, variant. I don't like any of this shit, man. Any of this shit that makes me have to think more yeah. than I have to, I don't like it. This is why the TVA exists. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why I need them to stick around to make sure that they can nip some of this shit in the bud so we don't have yeah. to worry about it. 
um because man is this annoying like what no there's not no 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 <laughs> it's loki that's it and you shouldn't even have gotten that you know but you did so just be happy with that um but mm-hmm. right, let's stay on marvel mm-hmm. we got a trailer for what if uh yes. me and you predicted this last week that um oh by the way can i give me and you some credit joel sure we said we weren't going to hear anything. We thought, I'm sorry, let me not say it as like we knew, but we thought we weren't going to hear anything about Hawkeye until after Black Widow because we felt as though maybe something in Black Widow um, mm-hmm. was going to lead to either What If or, or Hawkeye. So mm-hmm. now we know, and we should be expecting some Hawkeye news relatively soon. Um, Hopefully. Because I, I think they kind of want to let the movie marinate maybe a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that they gave us the Yelena news before the movie even came out was shocking. Yeah, that was because they just, I guess there were, I guess whatever deadlines or whatever the fuck it was, because that obviously should have been an already known thing at this point when it got revealed. Right. Because um, the movie should have come out last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they just kept the news. They're like, fuck it, we got to reveal it. You know, it's part of the whole process. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and it didn't really spoil anything because I don't, I don't think. I don't think any of us thought going into this movie, Yelena would be someone to die. Um, some, people, some people probably did, though. I I only wouldn't have because it's like, I don't know. Like, shout out to Kevin Feige for finally realizing that you shouldn't make people sign long term contracts uh, because a lot of these actors don't want to be tied down to having to do fifty goddamn Marvel movies. They want to just kind of come in and and, and leave. But to me, Florence Pugh is such a young, uh, a young, great actress. I would have assumed they would have had more plans than just a uh, essential prequel to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, w- I would have never, it would have shocked me, actually, <laughs> if their plans were for her to die. Um, that would have been $30 worth because my jaw would have been on the ground. Like, what? I would have mad, though. <laughs> I, I would have been very upset. Um, by the way, I, can I just say, I loved, I thought it was so weird the way she did it, but I love when they were at the gas station and she was just like, you're such a poser. And she's like, what? And she's like, yeah, you do this fucking thing where you like, you pose. And it's like, (laughs) how do you do that? So stupid. I love, (laughs) I love love everything about Yelena. Yeah. She called her out the whole movie about that. It was funny. I, I and then she when she did the pose she was just like ill ah uh. <laughs> um so I definitely can't wait to see her again um and I tell you what I know AJ is already salivating at the mouth but take all my money I will pay thirty dollars to see Yelena versus um God what's it, she's gonna become Hawkeye but what's what's her actual name right now. What the character's name? Yeah, the character. Kate Bishop? Yes, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop versus um, Yelena. Oh, my God. I want that so bad. I need it right now. Right now. Because essentially, you're just... They're going to give us what the MCU never never gave us, which was Clint's Clint's first job was to hunt Natasha. Right. Um, So essentially, we're going to get that in reverse. We're going to get Yelena hunting Clint and essentially hunting possibly Kate. Um, Kate Bishop. Right. And then of course they're going to form a friendship and become the new Hawkeye and Black Widow. Um, mm. 
So that's just going to be such a cool element. Like when I saw that in credit scene, I was just like, oh, I can't wait. That's going to be so freaking cool. Um, Cause I'm like, damn, I would have like, I did leave this movie, Joel, mm-hmm. thinking to myself, I think I would have been more interested in seeing Budapest as the, oh, yeah. the movie. Yeah, because everything they kept talking about Budapest, I was like, I'm intrigued. I want to know more. <laughs> exactly. So to me, I'm like, I would have rather have seen that as a full-on movie um, than this. And again, not saying this was bad, but to me, they didn't answer anything in Budapest. Like, all right, cool. We, we got to see what she did that Loki was referring to. But mm. to me, they made Budapest seem so much fun. And <laughs> to think that that's what actually happened, it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, Hawkeye was smiling and laughing when he was bringing up Budapest. And y'all mm-hmm. murdered a little girl? <laughs> like, what the fuck? How sadistic is that? So I'm like, I would have rather have seen that mission um, and seen Fury kind of threatening Natasha. Like, if you don't do this, we're taking you down. It's as simple as that. Um, you're Right, because to me, that was some of the best to me, that was the best arc of Hawkeye and Natasha in the comics was S.H.I.E.L.D. hunting her down only for her to become a double agent. Mm-hmm. So to me, I would have liked, because to me, that's what I said. That's what always bothered me. That is Natasha Romanoff. Not what we've seen her become in the MCU. Her essentially to where it's, it's spy first. That's her job. You know what I'm saying? And we kind of saw S.H.I.E.L.D. break up a lot sooner than I thought they would have. Um, so there was really no need for espionage or anything like that. And it's like, God damn, mm-hmm. at least we got Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Right. But all right, let's head into What If. Uh, we got a trailer for What If. It debuts August 13th, right? No, uh, the 11th. Oh, the 11th. Sorry, two days off. Sorry. Um, Wednesday. August Remember, 11th, we get... The shows are Wednesdays now. Yes, they're Wednesdays. I, I still don't know if I like that, but whatever um but um okay so i'll pass it to you joel your thoughts on the trailer and what story of what if stood out to you the most out of uh in the trailer i i everything stood out because i'm just curious as what those stories are uh i'm trying to keep a tally on what those what characters are what doing what i am intrigued by the whole captain carter and um fucking uh, steve rogers as the Hydra Stomper or whatever the fuck the, the name of the armor is. I'm really, I kind of, I'm very curious how that's gonna play. Uh, I like the 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 visuals up there. Right. Um, we saw Doctor Strange. Well, I think they're calling him Doctor Strange Supreme or whatever the fuck. I, it seems like he's t- been taken over by the Dormammu or whatever the fuck. Um, or maybe I don't know. I'm not exactly sure there. Um, we got King Killmonger. Uh, I'm not sure if it, if that's the same story as when he stays Tony. Probably I'm not sure, but that's um, but that's what we, we saw in the trailer that he saves Tony, so Tony doesn't become Iron Man. So that's a what if. Um, what else? There's we saw Spider Man, but we don't know exactly what the hell's going on there. So uh, we saw him twice actually, because I think in the poster, or maybe in the trailer it was, but he has the um the uh dr strange's cape yeah it's in the poster i think he has the cloak okay so he yeah, has yeah. the cloak in the poster but in the trailer he's just kind of like shooting webs with his mask off right right so it's like a little like i'm not sure what's going on there right. uh we saw 
Gamora in Thanos' armor. <laughs> so that's yep. interesting. We saw it looks like Ultron actually getting the, the vision no, body. No, that's vision. One, well, but it looked like Ultron. No, no, in the trailer it's vision. But I'm no, sorry, no. there's a I, I think they were saying he uh when he assembles the stones, he takes on that armor. But it's vision in like in that suit. It, it's like a suit. It's not really uh like just the robot of vision. I mean of um Ultron. It's vision because when you look closely at the face, you can see his pink or purple, whatever color you think he is, but you can see his face Red. in it. Yeah, yeah, I know you could. That's why I just thought it was Ultron getting the body. That's what I thought it was. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Ultron took over. Like that was the plan. That was going to be his body. Right. That's what I thought it was. You know what I mean? Damn, that would have. Holy shit. You know how OP <laughs> Ultron would have been? Yeah. yeah if, he actually get, if he actually got Vision's body. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Oh. Like it's, it's crazy. So wow. imagine. I, I'm not sure if that's what the case, but that's what I thought it was when I saw the, okay. the visual. Um, I like that better than what I thought it was. So, yeah, okay, <laughs> yes, let's, let's say yes. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, what is there? There was Thor and looks like without, without a beard. I don't think we've ever seen Thor without a beard. So that would have been, that would be a first. Um, we see a team up, but it's hard to tell what, what the team up is. Uh, I didn't really, at least I didn't really like pause it to look. Um, we also saw T'Challa as Starlo. We knew that one was a, one of the main ones. Um, and there's probably stuff we have. Of course, there's the Marvel zombies. Right. Um, so I, I, I don't know. There's so much probably. That. And I wonder how many episodes. And I was thinking about this too. I was like, I wonder how long they are. Is there more than one story within an episode? You know what I mean? I think I would like it as uh, self-contained. So each episode is its own thing. Do that. But there's so many stories. That's why it's like, are we only going to get nine? You know what I mean? Yeah, we may we may only get like nine, maybe ten uh ten episodes. To me, to me, I th- to me, I think I'm okay with that. Only because these stories are so intricate. It's like I want you to focus just on that. You know what I'm saying? Like these are all everything you said is is so intriguing. I'm like I just yeah. want to hear about Killmonger saving Stark. Focus just on that. Like don't shorten that because you have to work two episodes in one. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you have an hour, but it's 30 minutes for one, and it's 30 minutes. Like, don't do that. Do one 15-minute or one 30-minute episode that's just about that one thing. So I know I'm getting everything, and nothing's kind of being rushed or, or pushed past. Uh, right. You know, so I'm getting, I'm getting everything in one. Um, but, I mean, yeah, my biggest thing will, will become the, uh, like you said, how long it is. Because if, if I could say one thing candidly, it's the one thing I hate about the Bad Batch um, is that, like, I always feel as though as I'm getting into it, the end credits are coming on. And it's like, well, goddamn. Like, <laughs> I thought I had at least, like, 30 more minutes. And it's like, no, man, that was 30 minutes. It's like, are you sure? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so to me, it's just I kind of feel like if you make it short, it's, it's, it's only hurting us. So... Uh, mm-hmm. If it is just thirty minutes, I hope that you take up every minute of that of those thirty minutes. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. The picture, I mean, the poster is also intriguing because you're like looking at it, and you're like, "What do you see in the poster?" And you see Black Widow in the poster in some type of armor with her taser or batons. 
Um, obviously, Captain Carter. We see the zombie, uh, Marvel zombies with Captain Hawkeye. You got the, the Hydra Stomper armor. You have T'Challa, Star Lord. You have um, Gamora in the in the Thanos armor and with his blade, and of course Spider Man in the in the Doctor Strange cloak. Um, and of course, uh, in the middle is the watch, Watsu. Watsu, yeah. Um, and apparently, Andy Circus has said that he's coming back for that too. So, in what capacity does Claw play in the What If world? I got really excited when he said that because I'm just like, um, again, not respecting your villains. That that's a villain you could have hung on to for for a while. Yeah. Um, especially because you literally took down three villains in one movie. You made Man Ape a friend. Yeah, villain. You killed Killmonger, who's a villain, and then you killed Claw, who's a villain. And it's just like, well, that's why a lot of people immediately assumed, well, Black Panther two has to be Namor. Doesn't fucking have any more villains left. Like, (laughs) Like, what matters? Yeah, who's gonna go to that we care about? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, that's where you kind of put your foot in your mouth. It's like, why did you think going through three of his biggest villains in one second or one sitting, sorry, was the way to go? Why would you? Mm -hmm. Why? Why? So, you know, um, so it'd be interesting because here's the funny thing, Joel. If Namor is the villain for two, that still doesn't make anything better because you still have another movie you have to do to complete the trilogy. So it's like, who the hell would be the third villain? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We still have a whole, you know, who's the Black Panther going to be next? Exactly. (laughs) So it's like you only created more questions. Oh, I can't wait to see Namor. Oh. It's, it's, I hope it's true because, like, that's so exciting for me. Well, we <laughs> so, will know, Joel. So I would say this we will know before the month is over. I hope so. Because, God, I can't wait to see him in costume. Like, what does he look like? It's just going to be awesome. Yeah, I, you know, you know, it's so weird. I know you're going to go, Joel, who cares? The ears are very important to me. I want to know if they, they have the ears. I agree. I hope that he has the ears, you know? Yeah. I hope he has the ears. I don't know why, but that is very important to me. I want the ears. It's distinct. That's, that's what bothered me a little bit about Black Adam. His ears are a little pointy, too. Right. Don't know why. Don't know why they're pointy. <laughs> that was always the weird thing. It was just like, well, who the hell thought it was It was the right thing to draw it like that? Like, it's a yeah. weird look. Why is his ear so long? <laughs> like, he's, it, not a, he's not a Keebler elf. Why right. is his ear so long? It doesn't look like the rock is gonna get pointy ears, so nah. but <laughs> look, hair, that matter. So it's not gonna hair or pointy ears. <laughs> Let me say this, Joel. Here's what? where me and you could meet a meet in a common ground with them when it comes to Black Adam. If he looks godly in that suit, we could get over no hair and no pointy ears. Oh yeah. Oh, he's definitely gonna look like a fucking million bucks in that costume. Right. But to me, with Namor. Because that suit is very like, I mean, there's been different looks. One look, he uh, he's literally just in his tidy whities One look is like that's a, the most uh, common look, yeah. Right. The other one that I prefer is the the obviously the clothed one. Um, but to I me, like I like the most recent, the current one. Right. To me, there is no way to really make Namor visually all that uh, all that intriguing suit wise. So to me, that's where the things like the pointy ears come into play. Um, like you got it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm more curious about the wings. Like, is he gonna have the little wings on his ankles, or are they gonna be fins, or you know, like, right. is he gonna be able to fly? Like little things like that. Like, yep. 
And I, I will add this because you know, you know, it bothers me about Valkyrie. I need that trident to be huge, like like it is in the comics. Don't don't shorten it. Don't thin it. Have it look exactly yeah. how it looks in the Exaggerated. comics. Exaggerated. His his trident is definitely over over designed. <laughs> no, design wise, uh, you could you could kind of peel back a little bit design wise, but I I like how big it is. Yeah. Um, that was kind of. That was what I kind of had to to accept with Aquaman. That trident was a little bit smaller than we know it to be. In the oh, I like it. I like it. I like but it. I only accepted it because Jason Momoa is a massive man. So it's like, well, you don't need massive on massive. <laughs> so it worked. Um, but if the guy mm-hmm. that's playing Namor that was reported is playing Namor, mm-hmm. um, make that trident the size that it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with Valkyrie. Like, Tessa Thompson's not an extremely tall woman. So you making that sword bigger than like a fucking prison shank would have been lovely. So I mean, yeah, like, uh, that bothers me. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't understand why. Like the whole, I think people forget some of the cool things of these characters aren't them just being characters. Like I'll give you a perfect example, Joel, because we use this example all the time. If I came to you, Joel, and said, hey, I'm making a Gambit movie, right? No staff. No jacket, no accent. You would go, well, then that's not a Gambit movie. Yeah, I don't know what movie that is. Right? Exactly. So to me, it's like the aesthetics matter. The pole, you need it. The accent, you need it. The jacket, you need it. It's what makes Gambit. So when I look at Valkyrie and I'm like, well, she really has nothing else going on for her besides the fact that she's as big as Thor and she has a long-ass sword. You got rid of the long sword (laughs) yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, what else do you think I'm really interested in when it comes to this character? They only kept, they kept the blue cape. Uh, I guess that's one thing. Well, that's, right. it. that's <laughs> it. And it's like the blue cape. I could you could have given her a red cape, and all I cared about was the sword. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, that is that is what made Valkyrie. It was a sword. Yeah, that big ass. I like her sword. Yeah, or a spear. I would have taken a spear, but you know. Something more than a prison shank would have been lovely. Mm-hmm. Would have been lovely. Yeah, um, it's a yeah. thin sword. But um, yeah, for what if, I think the story that catches me the most is um, Killmonger saving Tony. Because it's the only what if that I, I would have never conjured up in my head. Like Gamora taking over for Thanos, that's a what if that's, that's plausible yeah. because we know Thanos always wanted her to take over for him. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one that I'm like, okay. Um, uh, what's her name? Peggy taking over for Cap. Well, not taking over, but becoming essentially Cap uh, instead of him. That's something we we always were just like, okay, yeah. Um, the Spider Man thing, I don't. I had to kind of see more into that because um, I'm like, I don't. Why is he? Yeah. It's it's the it's the it doesn't intrigue me. It's just weird, you know, and not not in a bad way. Um, it's just weird enough to where it's like I gotta see it to understand why well, that's what's, what's even, going on. Yeah. yeah, why that's even a combination you'd even think of. Um, and part of me believes Joel that that being a what if isn't completely out of uh, out of nowhere. That could right. be something that's setting up something we see at the end of this year. It's possible. I mean, it's also I swear to God I seen him in the cloak in the cartoon like uh, the no, Ultimate Spider Man. He was no, he was. Yeah, I remember seeing him in Ultimate Spider-Man. With the yeah, it was like a Halloween episode or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So to me, um, with all the talk of Spider-Man having a suit that's all magic, 
Um, to me, that sounds like a toy set to where you have different looks, but the real look that they're hiding is the possibility of him wearing the cloak. Right. Um, so to me, I, I don't think that what if is just a quote unquote what if. I think that that might be a possibility um, that we see in obviously short increments uh, in, in the actual movie this year. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, the, the Killmonger one, the, I'm sorry, also the Ultron Vision one, that's not really far off from what people would be able to kind of figure out or, or imagine. Uh, the Killmonger one is just, it's like, huh? Why is he even there? Like, <laughs> like what is Killmonger doing in the same, in the same war zone that Stark was in? Um, mm -hmm. Like, why is he there? You know what I'm saying? So a lot yeah. of questions are definitely with, with, with that one for sure. And of course the Marvel Zombies one. Once I saw, was it Far From Home? Yeah, Far From Home. Once Far From Home did it, I said to myself, this would be really interesting to see. Uh, when, you know, when uh, Mysterio showed Peter Stark, but as a zombie. Mm -hmm. I was just like, fuck yeah. Marvel would never do it because it would need to be dark and I don't think they'd ever be willing to do it. But in a what if spear? Yeah, hell yeah. I want to see what it would happen if the Avengers were zombies. Yeah, that would be fun. Who's the protagonist in that? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's trying to stop this? <laughs> Man, who didn't die? <laughs> right, right. Um, so that'd be very, very, very interesting. Um, so I, I, I can't wait for this. We're right around the corner from it. You know, we're not far from it at all. We're a few I'm weeks very, out. Very excited, yes. A few weeks out, and then we're boom, right right into Suicide Squad and right into um, uh, What If. What if and Titans and Titans? Yep, and we know at the end of this month we're getting He Man. Um, I'm definitely mm -hmm. excited for that. Um, I am too, honestly. <laughs> and we're also getting the Transformers one soon too. I think that's the end of the month too, or might that might uh, be later in the year? Uh, don't remember, but I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I'm really excited for that. Um, but all right, so we got anything else, Marvel? That was it for Marvel, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I don't oh. think you had anything else huge for Marvel. Major, yeah, I don't think so. I have to look. All right, I'll just keep talking because I, I don't want to have to go back and forth. Um, uh, I want to finish off. Oh, uh, we could talk about this if you want. Feige says we could see Venom in the MCU. Quote, I wouldn't rule out anything. Um, when and how and where remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, okay. I mean, me and you could. The only thing interesting about this is that Feige said it. It's not right. what he said; it's that he said it. Yeah, because that's usually stuff we hear from Sony. Mm -hmm. Um, but essentially, he told us nothing that me and you couldn't have already assumed. Right. I mean, I already assumed it, you know. But right, I didn't know. I never know how how true it is until we see it happen. But hey, man, like. It, you're, to me, it, it makes sense. You got a really good actor, <laughs> you know. And if he's not gonna be fucking Wolverine, you might as well just continue being Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. You know what? Like, I I know he'll never do this, um. But I always wondered. Once Tom Hardy was casted as Venom, if Kevin was just sitting back like, fuck, <laughs> so close to just saying I wanted him as as Wolverine, like God. Like he was probably wishing that movie was was horrible. 
<laughs> like, please, just die. Yeah, so you can swoop in and just go, hey, come on, come on. You want to you be in good movies, right? Like, come on, come over here. Come, come, come to the MCU. Um, so that's definitely something that I always wondered. But, uh, but yeah, that's not really news to, uh, to me whatsoever. Um, on the DC side, uh, Margot Robbie says she has no clue when we will see her Harley Quinn again. Uh, quote, I don't know when, uh, when we're next going to see her. I'm just as intrigued as everyone else is. I never believe that. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I'm pretty sure she has a way better idea than we do. <laughs> Here's the thing, Joel. The last solo movie, Harley, well, not solo, but, you know, the last Harley Quinn movie that came out, she was an executive producer for. Right. You're not telling me that you have no idea when you're like that's something. Um, what you call it? Uh, um, Florence Pugh could say, like, right. after I have no idea when when I'll be in. You know, when the next time you'll see Elena. You know, unless unless like it ends with obviously telling us when, but um, someone like her could say that. Mm-hmm. But you're not telling me Chris Hemsworth has no idea when the next time we'll see Thor is. Right. You guys plan all this shit out. What do you mean you don't know when's the next time? Just say you can't tell us. I'd rather that. Don't lie to me. You know what I'm saying? But to be fair, Joel, we are talking Warner Brothers in DC. So if there's anybody that has no clue when they want to use someone as talented as Margot Robbie again, it'd be them. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it doesn't seem like they're done with her. So Uh, we'll relatively soon as compared to guys like. uh, Um, Asher Angel on speaking of Shazam Fury of the Gods quote uh, is going to be so much fun it's kind of got everything you want in a superhero movie it's got those heartfelt moments the action the comedy and it's just everything you've ever wanted to see on the big screen I'm excited so what he's telling us is it has everything we want to see except for Black Adam yeah (laughs) <laughs> we know this. We know this. There's a blackout. Right, right. But but I'm just saying, like Asher, if you know us, that's really the only thing that, <laughs> like, we're excited for this movie for sure. Like, you got some great cast. You got a great cast for this. Seeing oh, yeah. Sam again in, in a in a more form fitting suit is going to be great. But mm-hmm. if there's one thing we want in a Shazam movie, it's seeing him with Black Adam, <laughs> like. Like, it's never complete until I see that. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I like what he said. You know, I mean, I don't think any of us thought it would be anything different. Um, but do you have any thoughts on on his remarks? No. Um, I mean, what else is he going to say? It's going to suck. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> you know, I will never do this movie again. Don't yeah. waste your money. Yeah. So, again. I don't uh, expect so. It's always... Uh, hyperbole with, with them. Um, we did see that The Rock has com- uh, has wrapped up filming for Black Adam. Mm-hmm. We see the back of his suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would definitely ask The Rock to stop putting things in black and white. Um, you know, you, if you're going to show the suit, put it in color, even if it's just a little bit of the back. Yeah. Uh, it just it seems like, I feel like a countdown. Like, he keeps teasing it and teasing it and teasing right. it. So I feel one day it's just going to drop and you're going to go, oh, shit, there it is, finally. You're not wrong, and it's why I put him and his management team, I put the notifications on. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I saw this, I, I thought the same thing you just said. I'm like, it's, 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 it's coming. It's coming. And that 
him showing that photo was all the confirmation I needed that we'll 100% have a trailer at Fandom. Oh, yeah. We have no trailer. I mean, they have to have a trailer. It's insane. <laughs> Joel's like, I will cut a bitch if there's no trailer. You <laughs> have to. <laughs> I, need, I need something. This is insane already. Like, we got nothing. We Nothing. We have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Joel sounds like somebody who's just gone through it. Like we got, we got nothing, man. We nothing. We need something here. Give me yeah. something. Those pictures of his back. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this... <laughs> that is too funny. I am loving it. I am loving it. Um, I mean, that's the. <laughs> You are so right, though. That's the only reason I'm dying laughing here. It's because it's like, bro, we've gotten nothing. We've seen more of Shazam on set than we've yeah. seen anything of Black Adam. We saw nothing. We see nothing. We know who got casted, luckily, and that's it. Yeah, we know what The Rock's face looks like. That's for sure. <laughs> that's about it. If his face looks different, then they definitely they, they snuck they snuck that in because we never. <laughs> so whatever they add i didn't see that coming right exactly so um that that'll be interesting um but yeah we deserve it fandom um give it to us like i said joel we don't have to rehash it again the batman better have a trailer the flash better have a trailer shazam better have a trailer black adam better have a trailer and i better i mean better here's some positive um news about Suicide Squad versus Justice League and Gotham Knights. I want to hear good shit. I want you to tell yeah. me everything we need to hear so we don't lose faith on this on these two games. Yeah, I want some uh, new game. Yeah, I would definitely want new trailers on that. Gameplay footage. Yeah. Um, release dates. <laughs> yeah, nice. I want it all. And we deserve it. Shit. So, <laughs> Um, but yeah, all those movies uh, will be well on into shooting. Um, so I want I want trailers. And for Aquaman, uh, I wouldn't expect a trailer, but I definitely, if you've updated I'll, the suits, I want to see them. I want yeah, give me something. It doesn't have to be a trailer per se, but give me something. And you know what, Joel? You know what I would actually like? I would like to know what the fuck this movie is about and who your actual main villain is. Yeah, I want to know who the villain is. Like, what's the yeah. Lost Kingdom? What is that? Because you've told us that both Black Manta and Ocean Master will be back, which I, do, I already don't like. Because um, in my mind, you can't use them again, like villain-wise. They can be there as like in the background. But to me, you shot your load in the first movie where you mm -hmm. had Ocean Master as your bad guy, and then you mixed in Black Manta in the same movie. And it's like, well... I, I don't need to see him versus either one of them separately anytime soon. You, you gave it to me already. Right. So now in my mind, I'm trying to think who else matters in Aquaman's world that you can make a main villain. Right. And Shark would have been interesting if you didn't put him in Suicide Squad. So it's like, well, I don't know where else you're going to go. Because again, quite like uh, Black Panther, you shot your load in your first movie. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, I... What comes next? So I would like to hear from James Wan on what comes next. Um, nope. Because that's what, that's what really pissed me off as I'm sitting in the theater with you watching Aquaman just like, they're really using both villains at the same fucking time. I mean, so did the anime. <laughs> I mean, it's not... 
out of the realm of possibility. It's it's been done in the comics too. So it's not that. No, no. But we can consume comics differently than we can movies. Like we have we have no interest in seeing Ocean Master used as the main villain in the first and the main villain in the second. No, but it doesn't seem like he will be. Like, no, 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 no. You're right. But that's what I'm saying. I want to see who the actual villain is because mm-hmm. we know that those two are coming back. Mm-hmm. So I know that they're going to be in it. Um, but like I said, as long as they're far into the background, I'm fine. Uh, just don't don't pop up at the end to where it's like, oh, Ocean Master now got this new trident and he's now going to... No, 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 no. no. Because then you're essentially doing what me and you said we hated about the original Fantastic Four series. <laughs> To where it's like, instead of bringing in a new villain, you just found a way to, to use Doom again. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> need Ocean Master as the main villain all the time, yeah. I know yeah. he's going to be in jail, and he'll probably be used as a something. Who knows? They'll probably make him an ally, like a disgruntled ally. Yeah, to, to save... To, wow, I was, about to say, I was about to say to save Asgard. Not Asgard. Atlantis. Atlantis. I would be fine with that if, if they had to partner up just to save, save their world. Mm-hmm. Um, or their home, rather. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. completely fine with that. But that's why I said don't. I don't don't use the villain route again. But who else? Do you know anybody else that they could use for Aquaman's villain? Anyone else that would that would matter? I guess. I don't know many Aquaman villains. I don't either, man. No, he has a large. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. People forget Aquaman spent most of his comic run being used as a joke. Hmm. Not always. I mean, he has not built. always, but no one really. <laughs> I've never heard someone go, "Man, I fucking love Aquaman." Like before, before obviously the the whole Momoa movement. Um, it's just a character no one really gave a fuck about, which is fine because no one, no one ever really gave a fuck about Iron Man. I mean, there are fans out there. Just it, 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 it's one like a niche because he's not a very popular character. So you exactly. do have Aquaman fans. They're just not. They're probably not a lot of. Them. <laughs> right. Which is crazy because I, I know more Nightwing fans than I know uh, Aquaman fans. He's connected to Batman. Well, yeah, but he's also just a cooler fucking character. <laughs> if we're being but, honest here, Joel. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's fair to, to Aquaman. That's what I'm Why? saying. Because it's, it's just not. like He's connected to the most popular character in the world. Okay, I'll <laughs> give you one better. I think I know more... Um, because of Young Justice, more Aqualad fans than I know Aquaman fans. Uh, I could that in the modern day that makes sense, but yeah. like, yeah, I don't, I still don't think that's fair either. <laughs> I was like, you will not shit on Aquaman in my presence, Joel. No, I don't do shitting on things, you know me. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the the thing that excited me and you the most. I actually just rebought it. Well, no. Not just, but, you know, I rebought the game for my Switch. We got a trailer, um, not a fulfilling one, in my opinion, but we did get a trailer on uh, The Witcher, where it looks like, Joel, mm-hmm. some of this season two takes place um, as The Witcher 3. Um, yeah. The whole training yeah. Cersei, that was The well, Witcher, Witcher No, was it? That was, there was flashbacks to that in Witcher 3. No, that, that's what I meant. I, I don't think him training her was in... Uh, one or two. Well, I never played one or two. I can't. I can't speak to one or two. I just know those are just flashbacks. No, like, that, that's what I was referring to. Uh, the the whole training montage of everything. Um, from the like you said, from the flashbacks. They even. I I love the detail. They even had the fake sword. Because remember, he was just like, mm-hmm. "You got to train with the fake sword. I can't just be giving mm-hmm. you a fucking real sword." 
Right. Um, I love like their attention to detail. If this is uh, based off of the flashbacks that we got from Witcher Three, which to me you should. Um, a lot of people only know Witcher Three. But, yeah, you know, I, I don't know Witcher Three. <laughs> yeah, speed it up a bit. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. Huh? You don't have to take your time working your way up to that. Speed it up. The fuck. Yeah. <laughs> She's a grown woman at this point in Witcher 3, so... Exactly. Um, but, you know, I actually... <laughs> Wait, say it again? I said she's a witcher at this point in Witcher 3. Right. Uh, yes, yes, exactly, yes. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I, I really did like the trailer. Um, I like that we're getting um, more witchers. Mm-hmm. That's always great. Uh, it was what I loved about uh, Witcher 3, or parts of Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's more witchers, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? and that's always a good thing. Give me more witchers. Um, yep. and they're they're yeah, and I know at least I hope they look similar to the, the game, but I, I know it's not all about the game, it's a lot of the books too. So, right, right, right. Give me. <laughs> which me and you could care less about because we've only played three. Make them look like the game. I don't give a fuck about the book, make them look like right. the game. That's what I was worried when I saw they had a picture of Lambert. I'm like, I don't even look like Lambert. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, who is this? I do not recognize you. They better have his scars in the right spot, at least. <laughs> well, it, it all depends. That's what I'm saying. In my mind, I think they're speeding it up to get to Witcher 3. Um, but if they're not, then a lot of this might be prequel stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, I, I mean, I'm fine with because, like, like I said, I love the first season. Um, so whatever they do, I, I'm okay with. Because I know that a world existed before Witcher 3. Right. So if we have to bide our time to get to the world that we know, okay, not a problem. No no complaints here, no arguments here. Um, but speed that shit up. Don't, don't make me wait forever. <laughs> don't get to season four and you're now like, we're now on, on Witcher 3. No, let that be the next season. Don't uh, Give me some scars on the face. Give me all that. Uh, right. But mm-hmm. how did you like the trailer? It was a good trailer, but yeah, like you said, it wasn't like, whoa. <laughs> right, right. I want. I can't wait to see it. Don't get me wrong, but and especially see to see the castle because I, I mean, we, there's a, but a good portion of the game is at the castle, not, not the whole game, obviously, but um, and like you said, we like we saw the flashbacks and we got to play through some of those flashbacks and. I'm curious. I'm just curious how how like like how how the story plays because I don't know. A lot of the past stuff. I mean, I watched some of the videos, but I didn't play through it, so I don't, it's not in my head like the Witcher Three story is. So I am very curious uh, how they get from point A to point B, and like what happens with the, with the girl. I can't forget her name, but her <laughs> and Cersei, and of course, then Yennefer. What happens with Yennefer? So I'm, I'm like, I like, I like, I love this the series. It's one of my favorite video games that I ever played through. So. I'm very excited to to continue watching the show. Absolutely. And on top of that, we got the, uh, by the way, huge shout out to Henry Cavill. He said in his, uh, in his interview, uh, like the, not the interview, the convention thing that they were having for the Witcher Mm -hmm. at the um, the voice, the voice that he put on Mm -hmm. wasn't planned. That wasn't their planned voice. Like he had done it. And then they were kind of just like, yeah. Yeah, okay, stick with that. And then you're just like, oh, oh okay. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what they wanted him to sound like. <laughs> right. okay. Because right. we, we both kind of said, 
he doesn't really sound like the game. Um, but again, you can't really duplicate that. There's no actual way to duplicate that. Um, but he's close. You know what I'm saying? I, to me, sometimes he sounds more like Tom Hardy. Like whenever you hear Tom Hardy talk in a movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> then he does The Witcher. But again, I, again, I, I like it. I well, like the game. He sounds American. I hate that. Right. <laughs> like, that sound American. You're right. You're right. But I will yeah. say my issue, well, not, not issue because I don't have an issue. How he sounds compared to the game is nowhere near the issue I have on how Margot Robbie sounds. So I'm, yeah, not, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not getting into that with you because <laughs> that's ridiculous. I am completely fine with how he's, but it was just interesting to hear him say that because I'm like, well, what were they going for? Because mm. I thought this was fine. I thought, I thought how he sounded was fine. Uh, but for him to say it, nah, this wasn't even what they wanted. So till I did it, and they were just like, "Okay." That's to me how he should sound. The way he sounds. I agree, which is why I said, "What did they want him to sound like?" Uh, <laughs> I'm not there. Uh, maybe they wanted him to sound more American. Well, sound was well, stupid. <laughs> like, Mainly because here's my thing. Here's my thing. If I did an all British movie, right, and then I cast a lead. And he sounds completely like he's from New York. It's off-putting. Why do you have everybody else sound British, but he, but ex- except for your main character? He's not that American, but I understand. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, don't have him sound differently than everybody else because it's right. like, well, is he not from here, or like, what? <laughs> he sounds so different. Right. Exactly. So, That's what happened. Why is that? Why is he the only one without an accent? It doesn't make sense. Right. Like? Exactly. Um, but also, we did get another trailer for the Witcher universe, Joel. We got a trailer, even though it yeah. wasn't like a... Was it a complete one? I thought it was just like a teaser. Was it a full trailer? <laughs> More like a teaser, but it yeah, showed... I thought it was a teaser. Uh, but we have a Witcher animated series coming mm-hmm. out on Netflix. Um, and we got a trailer for that. Uh, my expectations for that are whatever. Uh, I don't really know what it's going to be basing itself off of. Um so I'm kind of fine with whatever they decide to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your thoughts? I'm excited for it because it's, it's a prequel, uh, obviously. <laughs> and I believe it takes place. I think it's supposed to be about the first witch, how they be first became. Oh, no, no, that's the show. Uh, the, the anime is going to be about uh, Vesemir, v- 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 the old guy. Vesemir, yeah, Vesemir. It's supposed to be about him, a younger version of him. Oh, okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like Vesemir. I liked him in the game a lot, so I'm I'm yeah. okay with that. Me too. That's why I look forward to seeing his origin story. That's basically what it looks like. It's an anime version of Vesemir's uh, origin story. Yeah. And the sequel, the the spinoff show, which is called Blood Origins or whatever, that is supposed to be about the the first Witcher, and I think it's like a limited series, it's not like it's ongoing or whatever. And is that uh, live action or animated? Live action. Okay. I like it. They should build out this Witcher world. There's so many different layers to peel back on it that you don't mm-hmm. need to put it all on Henry Cavill shows back. Yeah, I was even good at that damn card game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I, I stayed far away from that, bro. Far away from I, I was I was horrible. It's just like whenever I played Red Dead Redemption and you had to do the... Oh, why? With Love. the knives. I played poker and dominoes like for an hour. Like, oh, I'm like, I gotta start playing like missions. <laughs> Man, I tell you this because you played Red Dead Redemption 2, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. What I will tell you that <laughs> will get on your nerves about the first one, they make you play fucking horseshoes. Ooh, that's weird. Yes. <laughs> I'm not good at these games that they keep making me play, Joel. No, uh, I, I like I like 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 hard games or like dominoes. That that's what's up. Good at any of that. I, I'm an Uno guy. <laughs> so I'm like I'm like, damn, y'all ain't got no Uno cards in the back. No oh, man, they're fucking men, Joel. They're not fucking kids. <laughs> Real men play Uno, Joel. Don't you shame me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man. Um, but no. Um, so we're really excited about what the Witcher universe has going on. I believe the animated series is uh, next month, and the live action Witcher series is um in December. So we'll get it around the same time as Spider Man. Yeah, December seventeenth, I think it's right. really the same day too. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that'll be interesting for them because that's that's brave. <laughs> Yeah. That's really brave. But we learned this before, Joel. One does not affect the other. No. One's a Netflix show. One's yeah. a movie. Here's the thing. <laughs> you go see the you go see Spider-Man Friday, and then you can have Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever else to yeah. uh to watch The Witcher. Yeah, I'll I'll be watching it Thursday <laughs> and I'll be watching The Witcher the rest of the weekend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited for, for what's going on in the world of The Witcher. Um, is there anything else? Because I don't, I, I looked through our Twitter feed, I didn't really see anything else. That's why I added in a few of the, the DC, uh, the DC quotes. Oh, yeah, I was wondering, like, oh, does it matter? <laughs> yeah, no, none of them did, but, <laughs> but I didn't think there was a whole lot of news that came out, so I was just like, eh, fuck it, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it in. We, we we might have a, a release date, at least a rumored release date for our Young Justice season four. Shit, I completely forgot about Young Justice. It feels like forever since season three. Um, yeah. okay. What what what's the what's the rumor date? October twenty first. Oh, I like that. I like it I like too. That. I like I like it mainly because we're getting it this year. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, badly. It's so good. Yes. Oh shoot. I was going to end the show, and I completely forgot about this. Sorry, Joel. Mm-hmm. Finally, The Flash gave me what I've been waiting. I don't know. Ever. One episodes for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I finally got my speedsters. And I am in love with my speedsters. I know you probably don't have a vested interest in it, but I kind of would like to see it long term. No, I definitely don't need that many. <laughs> Only because, to me, if you do that, hopefully it means you slim down on everything else. Yeah, I don't need that many. It really defeats the purpose to have that many of them in there at the same time. It really does. You say that, but think about how powered down the Flash is in the show compared to what he is in literally everything else we've ever seen. Okay, but I, I don't. I don't need all of them. No. Okay. All right. Well, then, would, are you okay since we won't get Wally again? Are you okay with me just having Barry and Bart? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. I can agree on that. Barry and Bart. Just give me Barry and Bart. Because Bart um, already at least seems like he's already more Bart than Wally ever been Wally. I I 100% agree, and I will say this: I thought of Eunice, and I saw him going crazy on Instagram. Um, I was saying to myself, he has to say crash. Oh, yeah. Like, he just has to. It's like Cyborg saying booyah. 
It's just wrong if he doesn't. So mm-hmm. when he ended the episode on so crap, I was just like, oh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and I love hearing Godspeed speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Diggle's mind is starting to mess with him. Yeah. Uh, I, I, assume, <laughs> I assume it's the Guardians. They're just like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> I like that. I like the way it ended. Because you're like, oh, well, he's got to gotta figure that out, Dig. Yeah. <laughs> It, 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 I, I do love the idea that turning it down, because think about it. If you're if you're the Guardians, turning it down is Come disrespect up. because <laughs> we chose you. Yeah, for real. He's like, well, I'm not asking. That wasn't a question when the ring came. <laughs> <laughs> I just see the Guardian sitting there just like, oh, he thinks he won't wear this ring? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, wait till he sees that, that he gonna wear this shit. <laughs> um, fucking honor, you put that fucking ring on. <laughs> yeah, you put that ring on now, uh-huh. now. Um, so I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see how that plays out. Um, I have to go back because I don't know if um, Superman and Lois has ended, but I think I've missed maybe two. No, episodes. no, there's two more episodes. There's two more. Yeah. Shit, I don't know what I've missed. I have to go back and see what, what I've missed. Um, I'll tell you the know. last thing I remember is Superman being blasted out of the sky and landing uh, in the snow. That's the last thing I saw. Yeah, I think you're an episode behind then. An episode behind? Okay. All right. I'll go to the CW app and see what's going on with that. Yeah, I think um, it's tomorrow, actually. I think. Okay. All right. Cool. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely make sure tomorrow during the day I check it out. And then, you know, tomorrow night I'm ready for the, the new episode. But um, I'm really excited for The Flash, man. I'm really, really, really excited. Finally, I got what you know I've been asking for, for, like I said, all goddamn season. Just get to the speedsters. Get to the speedster story. <laughs> like, I don't care about all this other bullshit. Get to mm-hmm. the speedster story. Um, so we're finally here. I can't wait to see what's going on. I'm glad they cleared up the Iris story because I was really concerned as to why she wasn't there. Like, was something mm-hmm. happening or something? Right. Um, so I'm glad that they kind of cleared it up by showing her because I was just like, how long are you going to have her off screen? Um, right. So I'm glad that they cleaned that up the way that they did. And I, I do want them to clean up this speedster children, uh, not speedster, uh, um, uh, speed force children story. Close that up. I, I like that story. I know you don't, but I really do. You you do? I do. I've told so you. You, must, you want that to continue? If they do it right, I don't mind them keeping them around. Okay. I I respect it. You know I respect it if you say it, bro. But I I, I I'm I'm a, I'm over it. <laughs> no, I like it. I really do. I I, I want to see more of them. If they do it right, of course. If they're just gonna waste them, it's pointless. <laughs> right. Like that, no, yeah. the one, the still force one, he's, they, like that character's made for the show, as far as I can tell, because I don't think he's a character in the comics. But the others are from the comics, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing them more, like Psych and um, Fuerza. <laughs> so, um, I, don't, I don't need to see his mother as, as the speed force anymore. I mean, that, that that's why you have Barry. I don't know. That's cool. I don't need her anymore, but the other three, <laughs> I like. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, did you like seeing uh, Impulse in um, Barry's daughter? In excess. 
Excellent. Nora. Yes. Yeah, I try my best not to call her that. Um, but Nora. Excess is not a bad name. Name Excess. I, I I don't know why, but I hate it so much. It's just it's such bad. a. I, I don't know. It's like think of something be- like his name is Impulse, and we get it. He's so impulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, but Excess, like is she the Excess Speed? Like what? It, what, what does that even mean? Yeah, excess, I guess. I guess. I enjoy it. It's fine. Uh, um, I was nice seeing her again, and then of course now now that. Impulse is involved, and they're making them brother and sister, right? And not twins, and not twins, right? Because in the comics, they're not brother and sister or twins, right? right. Bart's technically uh, that's Barry's grandson, not son, and uh, Access is a possible future daughter. (laughs) But I I was, and let me just say, the setup was great. Uh, she pops in and Barry's just like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. And she's like, well, if you're happy to see me, <laughs> yeah. you're really going to be happy to, uh, in a second. And then Impulse shows up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes. But this is why I will die on the hill of defending the CW. It does mm-hmm. some really cool stuff, bro. Yeah. Like I'm, the, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. For all its faults, and it has them. Oh it hell yeah! Really cool stuff, and I will never back down from defending that. Yeah, I agree. I, I, it has look, it has its faults. I don't, I don't disagree. But sometimes shit like this, you never get. You'll never get this in some of the shit in live actions. It's like so cool, so cool. You know? That's what I'm saying. Almost like that you know. And again, I, I think I would, I think I would, I think maybe I would see it differently if the movie universe um, was ever consistent, because then I could go, oh, yeah, we can see Wally and, and, and Bart and, and, and stuff like that. But since it's not, it's like, bro, this is the best we have. Right. We have to appreciate it. It's the best. We, it's the only thing we have. All the cool stuff you guys want to see in the movies, it's not happening right now. We're getting it in the CW. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I get it. I get it. It does have its faults. I understand. I, I agree with everybody in all the faults that they bring up. I agree. Yeah. Until I can get this stuff from the universe that I want it in, I will forever appreciate CW for giving it to me in, uh, you know, in, in, in the world that they've built. I'll forever appreciate that. Yeah, same, 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 same. Especially that try, you know, when they do, when they try and they do, they do well, you know? Exactly. And then you have... Mm-hmm. Think about this. Me and you left Birds of Prey saying you at least could have mentioned Oliver Queen. <laughs> what a been nice. You know, we didn't have to see him. You could have at least mentioned him. CW gave us seven seasons. Yeah. I have no inclination. I have no inclination of when and or if we will ever see. Well, not ever. We will see Oliver anytime soon. In the yeah. last, I mean, yeah. in, in, in the DCEU. Exactly. Yeah, I have no idea if we'll ever see Green Arrow live action again or when, you know. So to me, I appreciate the CW for what they did. Again, he was more Batman than, than Green Arrow, but they, they fixed it towards the end. I tried a little yeah, bit. They did. You know, I mean, again, it's it's a very simple thing to do. Just make him more comical and less brooding. But um, right. I appreciate it with a lot of what they did. A lot of what they did. Um, so to me, I won't ever poo-poo on the CW. Sure, there's a lot of shows I stopped watching, um, but the CW as a whole, I will always appreciate 
because they just did things I, I, I would have never thought I'd see, man, ever, ever. So I, I will forever appreciate them for that. Um, all right. Was there anything else that we had? Uh, anything show? Oh, you've been enjoying the Bad Batch? Yeah, I've been enjoying the Bad Batch. This is a sweet episode. It was pretty cool. Kind of felt like a cold episode, but it was good. <laughs> I, I cried and I was angry. I cried because seeing uh, seeing her made me very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got angry because she has an accent that she does not have when she gets older. I saw that, yeah. I was like, what's that about? It was the <laughs> weirdest thing. I'm like, Dave, what what is that? Yeah, I was wondering myself. I'm like, what, does she like lose the accent over time? Like, what is what happens? I don't understand. But I also did not know, and maybe it was some dialogue that I missed. I did not know Chopper was hers. I think I knew that. I, I, I don't I don't I didn't remember that. I don't yeah. I didn't remember that at all. I didn't think Chopper. I didn't think her and Chopper were a, a package deal. For when they met up with um, Kanan and and, uh, and Zeb and Sabine, yeah. I, I, I didn't thought, know that. I always thought the droid went with the ship, and the ship belonged to Hera. So that's what. That is a really good point. That's a great point. That is a really, really, really good point. Yeah, yeah. I can't argue that at all. All the droids usually come with the ship. I'd that's say the only time that that's not been the case is uh, is um, Anakin. Yes. Uh, yes. The only time it's not been the case. Because he built that shit. He was weird. It was a weird yeah. case. He also <laughs> didn't have his own ship, like his own ship that was his right. own thing. Right, but right. he created R2 and, C- and C-3PO uh, when he was like 10. <laughs> so like, he was a prodigy. Like right. right. So it, he was kind of just like, no, I, I, I built this myself. Oh, when? When you were like in your... No, I was 10. 10? Yeah, yeah. I was 10. I built it. You know, no big deal. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> they've only saved Bye. the galaxy like a million times, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, seeing Hera uh, really did bring a tear to my eye because I'm like, Dave will always loop back around, bro. Mm-hmm. So in the same season, we got Kanan. We just got Hera. Right. That's crazy. I love it. I love everything about that. That is um, cool. Now, no one, no one should expect Sabine because she's way younger. Than Hera and uh, and Kanan, um, and if they're already children at the time, Sabine's probably maybe four or five. Um, yeah, you young. Assume, yeah, you would assume Hera and Kanan are what during Rebels mid mid thirties, mid thirties. Sabine is in her mid twenties. Yeah, she'd be a child at yeah. this point. Right. Uh, and Zeb, Zeb may be alive. I don't know somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Zeb to me is one of those ageless, <laughs> ageless things. So it's like be, only because when you look at him, you can't tell an age. So it's right. like Zeb, he could, he could he, be like a Wookie. Wookie's there, you know, exactly, old. exactly. Because you look at Chewie and you just go, I don't know. <laughs> like oh, Chewie, I, I don't know. I have no oh, idea. He doesn't even get gray hair. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating because you can't tell. So, like, you look at it, and here's, here's the thing that I always loved about George Lucas and what he created with Star Wars. The only way you know non-humans are old is that he'll draw the facial expressions to where, like, you see the wrinkles in the face. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. Because there were, like, some Wookiees that you saw in the face where, like, you could tell they were old. But, like, Chewie, 
No, you never know. Never. Chewie in Clone Wars looked young. Chewie in Return of the Jedi looked young. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I love what Filoni is doing. And, and uh, oh, and I did see the trailer for Visions. Um, it, it, it looks it looks as cool as you said it did. Yeah, looks awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I said, I, I'm, I need Acolyte news, especially because the more the showrunner talks, the more angry I get. So I'm like, I just need to see something of that. I, need to I see mean, I don't know enough about that world, so I don't want to come to come. I'll tell you this. Here's the biggest thing about that timeline. It was as Palpatine was becoming Palpatine. Yeah, I remember that. I remember right. that. I just... In Darth Plagueis. So, like, the story he was telling Anakin, Al- Acolyte is around the time he's being trained. So not much long after he's, he's being trained is when he decides to kill Plagueis. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting. But to me, I, I just want to see who their, who their lead is. I want it to be Darth Talon. Um, and if you don't know Darth Talon, she's, like, one of the most powerful female Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of actually looks like Hera, but just in all red. Okay. Um, so I, I, I would like to see her as the as the big bad. I mean, not the big bad, the main character. Um, but I've been hearing so many different stories. Like I'm hearing Acolyte's going to be about, excuse me, a, um, someone fallen from the dark side, uh, but are like struggling with it. Um, but to me, like I said, the only thing that I ask that they have in Acolyte is that you either name drop or you show me Darth Plagueis because you're not going to tell me that Darth Plagueis, the most powerful Sith in that timeline, you just don't even mention. Mm-hmm. It's as frustrating as having Batwoman and you not even mentioning Batman. How the fuck do you think Batwoman got there? Right. Like, what are we, what are we talking about right now? So to me, if you're doing a Sith series in that timeline... Plagueis should be mentioned heavily or shown. And since, what's his name? And um, since Snoke was, never turned out to be Plagueis, I want to see Plagueis. This is probably our only time to see Plagueis. Unless someone weirdly gives us a, uh, a Sidious movie. Um, nice. So to me, it's like, that. that's all I'm asking for, Joel. I, I just want to see Plagueis. That's it. The guy, the guy is gigantic. He's terrifying looking. His cane is a lightsaber. Um, there's just so much cool shit about Plagueis. So I'm like, I want to see that guy. Um, so Acolyte is the show that I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm honed in on that. You gotta, you gotta get that right for me. Um, but Rebels is, is not Rebels. Wow. Bad, uh, Bad Batch is doing its thing. I, I'm loving it. I can't wait to see um, how they go forward with it. And like I told you, I can't wait for Book of Boba. Because I think we might see Omega again in that. I hope so. That'd be cool. I really do. I really do. Because I just want to see Boba get pissed off. Like, I got a sister? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? No, no way. No, I'm the true child of, of Django Fett. And then Omega kind of just going, well, I don't really care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care about your dad. Um <laughs> But I do want to see an older Omega to see what she learned from the Bad Batch, see how she uses the skills she learned from the Bad Batch, mm-hmm. uh, see what she made of her life. Uh, is she a bounty hunter? 
You know what I'm saying? Did she work with the the rebel uh the rebels? What did she what did she turn out to, you know, what did she turn into? Um, but I'm excited for the Star Wars world and what they got building. We got a lot of content coming, Joel. Uh, you know, both this month and then heading into next month. The last question I'll ask you is well, last two questions I'll ask you. First one is, uh, are you expecting Kang this Wednesday? Part of me is, yes. Or at least a version of Kang. I hope it's more a version of Kang than actually Kang, but that, that's just me. I mean, I, I think it would be really cool if they did sneak uh, Jonathan Myers on set to film some Kang stuff. And it leads us to Ant-Man and the, and, uh, the Quantum Mania. Is it Quantum Mania? Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp comes at Quantum Mania. Um, that would be interesting, only because, you know, it, it'd just be fun to see he lied. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that always just, just excites me, but I love when actors lie. And, like, it was legit a lie. Not, you know, not him saying, like, I know nothing about it because I'm not in it, and then he really wasn't. Um, but if it's a version of Kang, sure. I, I, I'm fine. But like I told you before, I have no expectations of this show. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it if it's something stupid like a a uh, another Loki or something stupid like yeah, that, I'd much rather it's not another Loki. Yeah. I completely <laughs> agree with you. I'm just saying I wouldn't be upset because it would be par for the course. It yes. would be because Man, imagine though, like the whole the, the in charge of the timeline is is a Loki. Like the yeah. whole time, the the, yeah. the same. But I wouldn't even be mad because Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the true bad guy at the end of that, proved to be somebody that literally the whole world saw coming. But we just assumed they, you know, the writing had to be better than that. Wasn't? You go back to Wandavision. I thought it was Mephisto because you know the whole Agatha thing didn't really strike me as a surprise. I mean that story is not over. But and then the whole. Cap the Falcon Winter Soldier one. That one was disappointing because that's just it just felt so not like Sharon. I don't know. Still doesn't. But, See, uh, to me, I, I think what only bothered me the most about that was I agree with you that there's, there's a huge drop off to what Sharon was the last time we saw her and what she was in that show. But the thing, the thing that upset me the most was it was supposed to be a shocking thing of who is the power broker. And then when, when we saw who it was, it just made no sense as to why it was her. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to Madripoor, you easily could have, right after you took out that lady, you could have easily told uh, Bucky and Sam, I have no idea what's going on here. I know nothing. You know, if I hear anything, I'll call you guys. And they would have left. Instead, you gave them all the ammunition to continue to investigate this to, to figure out who, who the power broker was. Ultimately, they didn't. But it's like you were helping them for something you just didn't need to help them with. So yeah, it was weird. It was just bad writing. I don't. I don't. I would did not enjoy her. Her being the power broker, but that's mine. Me neither. I mean, yeah. only because it was just one of those things where it was just like, again, in the comics, the power broker wasn't really all that important. So it's like, sure, whatever you wanted to do with them would have been fine, but not that. Right. Like, Not, especially because you that could have been a long-standing thing like um you know yeah i won't even go down the list of, of, of people that i would have preferred it to be but it's just somebody else somebody else that's all i asked for like I, I, who gives a fuck about sharon carter 
Like, are you about to make Sharon Carter that, important? That's why. Because who gives a fuck? That's exactly why. Because no one gives a shit about Sharon Carter. <laughs> they they made me. all of it, but they did. That's what kept upsetting me doing the MCR with all these, oh, I love Sharon Carter. No, you love Emily Van Camp. That's different. It's the same thing, Joel. I kept trying I kept trying to tell people who were trying to defend Justice League in the characters. You mm-hmm. don't give a shit about the characters. You like Zach and you like the actors. There's a difference. Because if you're telling me that you had no problem with Cyborg not saying booyah and you didn't understand why that was important, you don't give a fuck about Cyborg. So that's all I'm saying. You don't care about Sharon Carter. Emily Van Camp could have been uh, freaking um, Mephisto and they they wouldn't care because it's Emily Van Camp. So that's Mm -hmm. my point. You don't care about the character. You like the actor, which is fine, but understand there's a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't say, oh man, I'm a Lakers fan. But then when LeBron retires, you're not a Lakers fan anymore. You weren't a Lakers fan. You were just there for LeBron. Funny enough. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. People and people take it as like a knock. It's not a knock. It's just trying to get you to understand that your fandom is within the actor, not the not the character. That's right. the difference. My loyalty is with the character, not the actor. It's why I want another T'Challa. I love God rest his soul. I love Chadwick, but my loyalty wasn't with the actor, no matter who the actor was. It was with the mm-hmm. character. I grew up on Black Panther T'Challa. I didn't grow up on Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference I try to explain to people, and some people just don't understand that. I, I, I don't get what's confusing about it, but that was my issue. No one cares about Sharon Carter. So you trying to make this whole mythical character of the power broker and then showing that it's Sharon Carter? Who did you think that was going to surprise? Who cared enough that that was a, a shock to them? Yeah, well, it wasn't a shock. That's why it was more disappointing because like, well, they're kind of making it obvious. But that's why, I, like, it can't it can't be that simple. And then exactly. it was. And it. I will give you all the credit in the world, Joel. You said that week after week. No way, it's that easy. No way, no way. It's the most obvious possible choice. And writing right down to it. That's why it was frustrating, though, because it's like. I mean, well, they, they want you to think it's her. <laughs> it's like it's worth pointing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And it's like usually in a who's in a who done it, you want to try to take all that away from the person that it actually is. So right. that when it happens, we are just like, whoa, 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 what? That's how things usually work. They point you here. So you look exactly. over here and you're actually over here. You know exactly. What I mean? Yep. But this um, time, oh, this I mean, is. <laughs> Yeah, that that was just ugh, that was horribly done. Uh, but hopefully Loki has. I, I'll say this, Joel, for for both of us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it has the ending uh, that we can be we can be pleased of. Mm-hmm. Whatever that ending chooses to be, just something we can at least say. You know what? That was worth the what six to eight weeks I just had to sit through this. Right. That's all you can really ask for. Because to me, none of these shows have ended. Well, the last two shows haven't ended in any fashion that I was just like, you know what? That was a dope way to end that. No. 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 So <laughs> to me, if Loki does it, I won't be shocked. If it does, I'll be I'll be pleasantly surprised. Right. Um, all right. My last question for you before we get out of here. 
who do you want to see take home this men's money in the bank? <laughs> huh? I don't know who's in it. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Let me bring it up. Uh, we got Seth Rollins. We got Kevin Owens. Um, we got uh, Matt Riddle. Mm. Let me see. Money in the bank. Let me see. I think we got Sheamus. We got Biggie. Mm-hmm. Drew. Ma- oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, Ricochet, Riddle, John Morrison, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. And I think I might be missing one person. I don't remember who that one person is. I'll go Ricochet because I want something new. So, yeah, I mean, he's one of my favorites, of course. I just, you're, you're right. I do want something new. And, and I will say this WWE, please do me a favor. Do me a small favor, okay? Oh, wait, here's a full list. Sorry. John Morrison, Ricochet, um, uh, Matt Riddle, uh, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Wow. They call him King Nakamura now? Yeah. <laughs> Took the crown from Baron Corbin. Yeah, I remember. I actually watched that storyline somehow. <laughs> like, I don't care about that. <laughs> Um, I don't even know how the hell that happened. <laughs> yeah. And that'll happen. All right, cool. So he still has the crown. That, that, that's the only thing that's solidified for me. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I, I'll take that. I'll take either Ricochet or, or I'll take even King Nakamura. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. I like that. Um, To me, as much as I'm with you, I want someone new. Um, I, I I, I can't lie to you. I, I'm one of the biggest Seth Rollins fans. You know I have been for the longest. Um, I, I wouldn't be upset if it was Seth Rollins. Um, but I'm I'm open to someone new. My yeah. fear, though, is if it is someone new, are you going to waste them? Like, think about it. Kofi Kingston had one title defense before losing it in 15 seconds to Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, what was what was that worth? What was any of that worth? Just so you could say you had your first black WWE champion? That's it? That's it. That's exactly, exactly. You nailed it. It was just like, I got a quota to meet. Let me meet it, and that's it. Let me move on. I don't like that. So, to me, if you give it to Ricochet, only to have either Ricochet lose it, uh, lose cashing it in or lose the briefcase to somebody or um, win it and then lose it the next day to, like, Brock Lesnar. Like, I don't want that. So that's my fear of it being someone who has not been a WWE champion before is that they'll just waste them. Right. So that's my biggest fear. That's why part of me is just like, if it's Owens or if it's Rollins, I could, I could kind of chew on that better than it being Drew McIntyre only because he was literally just champion. I don't need to see him in a championship picture anytime soon. Give him something else to do. But Rollins has been out of the main picture for a long time. Owens has been out of the main picture. Well, no, not really, because he was fighting Roman last year for the the Universal title. So, no, maybe not him. Um, But these are two guys that haven't had the belt in a long while. Um, So, if it's either one of them, I think I can chew on that a lot better than Drew McIntyre. But I'm with you. You give it to Ricochet, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I'll just be cautiously optimistic. I'll take Nakamura. I'll take, I'll take Riddle. Just don't give me any of the others. I'll be fine. 
<laughs> oh man, um, I'm just looking forward to NXT uh, for Phantasma. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I just want to see more from him. I actually want to see a storyline of him taking the belt off of whoever this new group is that just took the belt off of the uh, that Australian dude. Um, so hit hit row, they're called. Yes, I want to see him take the belt off of off of that guy because that guy needs to be champion and needs to be champion for a long time. He mm-hmm. to me is the best thing in NXT. The Escobar. Yeah, I love it. I, I said it to you before. I love Escobar. To me, he is my favorite thing to watch. Whenever he's on, I don't care what I'm doing. I stop it and I listen. The guy is amazing on the mic. He is exciting in the ring. And I love I love his um his team. Yeah. I love them. They're all super athletic. They're fun to watch. And they are fun to watch. They he should have the belt. He should have the belt and he should be somebody that you're looking to kind of lead NXT. And I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that when it comes to anyone that's not your typical all white, huge built kind of guy. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any interest in building their their brand off of. Right. Escobar right. Escobar is what you thought Alberto Del Rio would be, and what you thought what's his name that uh, you showed me is wearing the the black mask. Andrade. Yes. Escobar is what you thought those two would be. Well, at least I, I'm, I probably can't, still can't speak fucking English, but at least right, market. <laughs> right. So to me, he is the full package, and he is who you should build your brand off of. And I hope he's more than just your typical cruiser weight or your typical small guy you bring in to get destroyed by a carrying cross. He made the cruiser weight championship relevant. Like I why he cared, and then he I made it agree. a big deal. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I had no idea the Cruiserweight Championship existed still until I saw him wearing it. And I was just like, who is this? And what is that? And then I was just like, I love him. And I love him defending his title. Um, But to me, he's more than a Cruiserweight. Give him that, um, what is it? The, uh, what is that belt that the dude from Hit Row has? What What do they call that? North American. North American. Give him that. That's all I ask. Give him that. Yeah, well, they have a song and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoy I enjoy that group. I did, this is no knock to hit row. I would have right. preferred Escobar to take it off of Bronson Reed, but to me, it's just visually, it's just like I, I have no interest in seeing that. Um, but Escobar versus the dude from Hit Row—that's a match I could really sink my teeth into. Yeah, so that's a- that's where Escobar needs to be. Swerve, Swerve Scott. Swerve. There we go. Thank you. Um, Escobar, that's where he needs to be. He needs to be in that bright light. So I, I hope that's 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 where he heads into. But um, we got anything else, Joel? Is that it? I think that's it. I mean, I have nothing unless you want to talk about what you've watched lately. Um, um I don't know. I've just been watching um a uh not ABC Hulu just got the rights to my wife and kids. All right. I'm a huge Damon Wayans fan, like a huge, huge, huge Damon Wayans fan. Okay. Uh, I've just been binging that, uh, binging that from season one. I might do that too, but I'll do that after I'm done with Reba. <laughs> with what? Reba. Oh, I will tell you, that's one of my favorite theme songs. Really? I yeah. just like. Oh, 
I can live without the theme song, but I love uh, the theme song. <laughs> uh, I do like I was. That's the current sitcom I'm watching. Uh, is Reba. Wait, where'd you where'd you leave off on Psych? Oh, I'm still watching Psych too, but oh. that's not sitcom. That's more like a regular show. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I I get what you're saying now. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird because CNN is doing a greatest sitcoms of all time, mm-hmm. and Schitt's Creek was on there. Yeah, I don't know if it's. Just, I don't think that was filmed in front of an audience, was it? That's what I'm saying. I think people confuse sitcoms with just comedies. King of Queens is a sitcom. Uh, My mm-hmm. Wife and Kids is a sitcom. They're in front of a live studio audience. The Office is just a comedy. That's not a mm-hmm. sitcom. Right. So the fact that Shit's Creek was on there, I was just like, I don't. I, they have to explain that to me. I don't. I don't get that. Yeah, I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but. No, that, that's that's on my list, but I want to do um, I want to do a uh, I'm I'm in my rewatch of My Wife and Kids because I haven't seen it since it last aired in 2004. I know it's been so long. That's, I'm gonna, that's definitely on my list to watch rewatch because like, I've watched a lot of it, if not probably all of it, but it's been years. And I like you said, I love Damon Wayans too. So, yep, um, the whole eh nah I got from there. Like a lot of a lot of the comedy that, that I grew up enjoying came from what Damon Wayans was doing. So um, very much, very much glad that uh, ABC got that done so that I could have it. Um, and then I'm going to do a, uh, a another rewatch of Archer because the new season starts next month. Yeah, I haven't started Archer yet. Take your time with it. It's very enjoyable. There's some lulls closer to the more recent seasons. Um, mm-hmm. But those first five, six seasons, bro, are so solid. Um, you'll enjoy it, but take your time with it. Like, even if you wanted to wait until, because I think now that uh, God rest her soul, who plays the mother, uh, who voiced the mother, yeah, since she passed away, I don't think they'll want to continue it. Uh, this season that's coming up, she actually did shoot uh, all of her scenes for. It. So right. they got everything from her. Um, but I don't know if the show, because like, FX made uh, a statement a year or two ago saying, They've been wanting to cancel Archer for a long time, but like the fan base is there. It keeps watching it. Um, right. So they're like, well, as long as they want to continue to do it, we'll allow them to. But now that she passed away, I, I think it's time Archer rides off into the sunset. Not everybody can be South Park Simpsons and Family Guy. Right, exactly. Uh, which, by the way, they wrote Seth MacFarlane's a blank check. I just saw the other day American Dad is still going. It is, yeah. I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed at American Dad in like six seasons. I never really gave it a chance, to be fair. It's it's its first season is like Family Guy, to where it's just really hard to get into, both its animation and its really, really, really dry humor. It's mm-hmm. the more recent years of American Dad, like around the oh, uh, between like oh five and oh eight, is the funniest time of American Dad. Um, and anything Family Guy from season four and up uh, to, to current date is good. Um, but American Dad is something I wouldn't really tell you, like, oh, you should watch it. But if you sat down one day, like, I would, I would rather send you an episode. And if you got into it from that episode, then fine. But if mm-hmm. not, then it's not going to get any better than the, uh, the Flood episode that I send you, that I refer you to. Watch that. And if you can't get into American Dad off of that, nothing can really bring you into it. 
Right. It's, it is what it is at that point. Like, yeah, essentially, it just is. It, it just is what it is. Right. Um, I also want to get into the Resident Evil anime series or animated series. Uh huh. I don't know how scary it is, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm well, taking I'm my. Gonna, bitch, it's fine. It's, it's Have you played the game? Yeah, I played the game. Have you played the new, the newer games? No, I have not played okay. that. I've seen grown ass adults do live Twitch streams and scream at the top of their lungs. This shit is scary, man. That's different. When you're playing a game, it's different to me than when you're watching a movie or a show. Because, like, it, you really, you're actually got to pay attention to the game, like what's going on, or you will die. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, true. Like when I like I play Dying Light, I can't even play it because it creeps me out so much. Like it's first person, and it's even worse when it's first person because like I have nothing but what's in front of me. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I'm not a fan of first person because I'm like I live first person. I don't need that in my my video games. Exactly. It, it it's why I could never play Doom, but like I enjoyed the first movie that uh, that they made for it and how they yeah. they showed it in first person. So yeah, yeah. I appreciated that because it was just a nod to the game. Right. Um, but playing it in a game is so and that's what makes pop-up scary in first person is because you yeah. really can't see it coming. Right. Yeah. And that's weird. Like Resident Evil in general is kind of a weird way, but even the third person view of it, like it they move weird, you know. That's right. it's not full movements and everything. It's more about survival than full action until like maybe six or seven i think that's when it became more of an action game but the, the original one is survival games you know they only give you a limited amount of supplies you're not supposed to use all your fucking weapons and shit like that you're supposed to just use them like at the right time right so it's like it's a different type of game like it, it, it really is and it's all creepy you got to take your time with certain things and it's a, it's supposed to play out that way like that's why i want to play them but it's hard for me to get into it because the gameplay is weird for me and like i I played the first i bought the first one recently like a couple months ago and i i try to get through it but i i don't know where the fuck i'm going i'm lost i have no idea where the fuck i'm supposed to do Uh, so i'm like and it's i'm just running in circles and i don't really i don't know what else to do I don't feel like looking it up. Like this is like I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I'm um, completely with you on that. I um I, I just I, I I can't get into games like that. Like I, I love Halo, but I only play Halo in, like online multiplayer. I don't I don't like to just play like the the story by myself. I, I don't like that. I don't like I'm such like a different per- like I don't play multiplayer games. I really don't. I don't like playing with other people most of the time. I like playing by myself. <laughs> that is the most Joel thing you've ever said. It's true. I I don't have online access to anything. I don't have online. Uh, I don't play with other people most. I like that's why I like PlayStation more because their games are more solo centric. Right. It's story driven. I can get into the story, live through like live throughout the game. You know that's how I like to play my games. I don't really care about shooting people. <laughs> I really don't. That's fair. No, that that's fair. I mean, I I. I don't mind the occasional pop a cap uh, in a motherfucker, but no, I, I, I'm with you. I get it. I, no. I completely get it. Look at my games now. Like, which games do I have that involve guns? <laughs> like, Borderlands uh, really is the only one I know of. Yeah, I just got that, and I haven't touched it since I got it. No, and I liked it. I mean, I just because I'm so right now. I'm so focused on Avengers. 
because the, the 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 Black Panther DLC is coming out soon. So I'm just trying to catch up on the shit that I didn't do and get some of those missions out of the way so that when I get the Black Panther, I can focus on the Black Panther thing. Right. So really where my focus has been on. So I can only focus on like really one game at a time. <laughs> it's really weird for me. Like unless I, I get bored, then I'll, I'll go back to Ghost and eventually I'll get back to Borderlands. But I have a feeling Borderlands will be there for a while. So I'll get to it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to get back into Witcher, but I've been playing a lot of basketball because it's the oh, offseason, yeah. and I miss it so much. Yeah, um, I'll get basketball once free agency starts. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when I'm really going to gonna uh, vamp up. But next month is is Madden, so that'll be the game I dive into. Once yeah, I'll uh, get Witcher soon because I stopped. Um, I didn't play the DLC because I wanted to wait till. um the series probably like the second season was coming out so I can get rehyped. Right. You know, so right now I guess soon I'll start playing the DLC so I can get rehyped for the Witcher season two. Yeah, I, I bought it again because I wanted to approach it the way that you played it to where like, you know, you actually paid attention to this shit. So that's but, that's what <laughs> I'm gonna do this time around. <laughs> An uh, action game. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I my dad always hated that about me. I, I used to never – I was never really interested in the story. I, I, I bought the game to play it, not watch it. So, I'm you know, I'm skipping through shit. And that's why he he said it always surprised him how I could get through Hitman because I would never stealth. And he would yeah. say – and he would say what would, shock, what would shock him is the only way you would know to stealth is to, to watch the story. And I would never watch the story. Yeah. I'd be the guy that just comes out and just starts shooting people. And he's like, so you're just going to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I'll kill everybody just to get to that one chef. <laughs> like, I don't mind. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, don't I, like, mind. I like to embrace the stuff. That's why I really, I like stealth games a lot. Like, like I play Assassin's Creed and I'll just enjoy stalking my prey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Assassin's Creed, I will kill six motherfuckers to get to one guy. Yeah. I don't want to do that because I'm like I don't need more attention. I hate fucking running away. There's so many fucking people. <laughs> That's my like, favorite part. My favorite part is oh shit, let me get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so annoying. Some of those fuckers are rel- relentless. Go away. Like a red dead, the motherfuckers right. will chase you. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> it's just easier. Take your time, kill my. No one saws nothing. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, very much, I'm very much just like, eh, whatever. Okay, all right. Let me just get down, shoot them in the face, shoot everybody else in the face, and see if I can get out of here. Um, <laughs> but, but all right, Joel. Um, I don't know if we're gonna be doing uh, figure it out this week. Okay. Um, but uh, hopefully we can maybe get you on for uh, MCR. Talk this finale of Loki. Um, we'll definitely see. You enjoyed it last time, but you know, smaller groups the better. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll definitely see. But outside of that, guys, stay tuned. In two weeks, we will be getting together with Pete and JD to enjoy Snake Eyes. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I can't wait for us to do that <laughs> next week. Yeah. Oh shit! Next week. Sorry. Next week we will be getting <laughs> together for Snake Eyes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, mainly because I it'll be interesting to see who out of me, Pete, and JD will have the most um, 
non-biased opinion of the movie. Okay. Like you'll have the most non-biased opinion because you, it, it, it's just from it's from a standpoint of something you're just not that familiar with. Right. So for the three of us, I would like to see who is the most open to where they choose to go with whatever they choose to do with this movie. That'll be the most fun. Um, and trust, trust and believe, uh, listeners out there, I am trying my best to get Andrew Koji for an interview. Um, I will legit, my life will be complete if I get Andrew Koji. There is no one on this planet I love more than Andrew Koji. Um, I want to talk Storm Shadow, and I want to hear what's what they got planned for Warrior. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want it when this filming start. When when are we getting a new seat? Let let me know everything. Yeah, um, I can't wait for that. So hopefully I can get because really that's the only person I'm interested in talking to. Samara Weaving would be awesome just because like she's freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only person I really care about is Andrew Koji, which is saying a lot because you know I love Henry Golding. Um, but Andrew Koji is all I care about. Just give me Andrew. That's all I told Kanan. Give me Andrew Koji. That's all I need. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, that's all we got for you guys on this all new episode of Much to Do About Nothing. I want to thank my co-host Joel as per usual. Mm-hmm. And we will see you guys same time, same place next week. But till then, peace.